0: now, introducing the man who is now filthy rich after betting on the Orioles to break their losing streak against Shohei Ohtani, insisting, quote, for all the people who made loads of money betting against them this month, odds say they're due for the winning streak, now let's roll this over and ride the hot hand, unquote. While many people have grown bothered and annoyed by the volume of spam calls of late, he has felt differently and he says, quote, I just appreciate there are finally people out there interested in what I have to say, unquote. He is Glenn
1: Clark. Good morning. It is Glenn Clark Radio, a Thursday edition of the show. You know what I just realized? What did you just realize? We should probably have made sure that Ken remembers. At I mean, point, like
0: you would think he would, but yeah, I get what but, you're saying. Yeah, you know, so I just that's would text us. and be like, I "Hey, just, man, see you at just,
1: 11:30." Just make sure. That's all I would do. Like that's that's something we probably should have done. So, it's it's what it is. But that's all right. That's all right. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's fine. He's a professional. I'm sure he will be here. I don't have any concern about that. Hi, hi, welcome It's Glenn Clark Radio. Uh these we've reached it we've reached the point of the year where Thursday shows will be a bit different. Uh if you've been with us in past football seasons, you know how this works. As um we will be kicked off the air just just absolutely thrown out of here at 11:30 every Thursday or 11:30ish every Thursday for the rest of the season. They will say get the f out of here. Get the f out of here. This is how they're going to do it. And we'll say, "What? What do we do? I don't understand. I thought we were doing all right. Like, you know, the ratings haven't been overwhelming, but like, I, they never really were. Yeah, so, correct. like, you know, what, what's changed?" And they're gonna say, "We got a different program altogether that we want to air in your place." And be yeah. like, "What? A, is, there, is there a new show? I don't understand." And so they'll let Ken Zalis come in and do his show at eleven. The nerve! It's unbelievable! The gall! Unbelievable! So if you've got fantasy football questions, I guess let us know at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. And I've been doing some mocks. Them. A
0: little bit of mock action. Yeah?
1: yeah. Look at you. Had showing, a pretty tasty one this morning that would never
0: happen. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because value happened to all fall of a sudden, over I, and over.
1: I'm the, there's no one whose value I'm more confused about. We'll talk about this. We'll definitely talk about James Robinson. I don't
0: know how valuable this makes James Robinson now. He's probably a third-round pick, probably. See, I feel like he should be more than that. I don't disagree. Like, I mean, the offensive lines. pretty bad. I, I hear get it. It was really bad last year, and he just kept getting so, yards incredibly productive i I don't disagree incredibly they brought in
1: carlos Hyde though and he catches balls carlos Hyde doesn't really catch balls um look we'll talk about it more with uh with our guy ken zales when he joins us a little bit later on also today uh we're gonna head to caves in a few minutes our buddy uh banks from barstool sports is gonna be there we'll chat with him about the bmw championship little ravens too and uh, Christopher Clary is going to join us, New York Times reporter. He's got a new book out. It's called The Master. It is 400 pages. It's a lot of pages about Roger Federer, and I've read all of them. Did you? So I did. I finished the book. You can read. I uh, ish. I you had can somebody read else. It too. Yeah, I had somebody <laughs> exactly right. Uh, but he finished it, and that's what matters. And then also Donovan Pines is going to check in with us, former Terp, uh, uh, River Hill alum. And uh, now at D.C. United, and most importantly, he was part of the uh, the U.S. national team this summer. Made his debut with the national team Is part of the uh, Gold Cup as the U.S. went on to win it. So we will chat with all of them this morning, kind of all over the place yeah. on today's
0: show. I'm going to sign from KZ. What's that? He says, is that today? I don't know if he's joking, though. I was a little he's afraid a, of that. He's a bit of a sarcastic fellow. I fella, was a so it's afraid
1: not- of that. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. Um, anyway, so the deal is the Orioles won a baseball game.
0: Uh, hang on, speaking of Ken Zalis, I should tell you I would guys, imagine that would be a good time to do that. I
1: should tell you guys a few things related to Ken Zalis, including you can join Press Box's fantasy football expert, Ken Zalis for the opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 o'clock, at Sports and Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ... Let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters and who you might trade for, or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game. Get free fantasy football. T- That's uh,
0: Tampa-Dallas. Is that the
1: opening game? Reminds yes.
0: Me? Yes, it is. It actually is. Okay, all right.
1: Get free fantasy football tutoring from Casey and enjoy the new Sports and Social Club at Maryland Live. See you on September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter. Um, So there's that. Also, we're still, if you go to pressboxonline.com slash contest, you can still win that pre-draft consultation with KZ. He'll set up your team. He'll get you ready to go for the season. Also, weekly personalized advice from Ken Zalas will also be available for the winner of the contest. He will be at your beck and call throughout the course of the year. Whenever you need him, he will drop everything else going on in his life, and he will be there for you like he was the cast of the television show Friends. Did
0: we remember to include the exclusivity clause for our leagues? Uh, that he has to... No, that We're the only ones for our fantasy football leagues I'm who are allowed not, to I'm have not, this. I'm not sure if that's... In You're the, not going to let Proctor win this. Oh, boy. That is a real problem.
1: <laughs> that is a real problem with Proctor. <laughs> I I know Proctor's game. I understand how he operates. He tries to listen to you and take wherever you want. Every year there's like two new guys that show up in our league, and I just know what they're there for. It's to make an incredibly one-sided trade with John Proctor at some point during the course of the season. To be
0: fair, the burrito was really tasty. I'm
1: sure it was. I'm sure it was an unbelievably tasty burrito and well worth it. Uh, Anyway, pressboxonline.com slash contest in order for you to sign up to win that tremendous prize. Orioles won a baseball game. Ask me if I care. I care. Ask me if
0: I care. Do you care? I actually do, because it would be better if they had lost. Well, the Diamondbacks lost, too, for what it's worth. No, there's that. Um, Look, I... No, they won, I meant. No, I meant they won. That's what I meant. Oh, see, that's a problem. No, that's a good thing. It's better for oh, them to win won. also. Yes, there's no ground loss. They won. Right,
1: Thank yes. you. They won. Right. It was confusing all this stuff right. we talking yes. about here. Yes, there's a lot going <laughs> on here. They won. So it is better if you're going to win. It's right. better if your competition also wins. Right. But, um, look, I, I get it. Everybody, nobody wants this to continue forever. You didn't want to uh, be although historically it, Although bad, it would have in been interesting. Sense. Nobody wants this to continue forever. And nobody wished this upon the couple of guys on the team that we actually care about. Sure. Apparently Trey Mancini was smudging yeah. the clubhouse yesterday, Correct. which is... Have you ever done that before? No, I've never done it smells that. Smells pretty bad. I, I have no idea. People are weird, man. Like my I have um, a cousin who's not really a cousin. Like we just She's share, a witch. No, we share a last name, and so we've always called each other cousins. So you have a lot of cousins, bodies. huh? I have a lot of real cousins. No, I mean, there's a lot of people with a
0: last name. Oh, n- well, no, but if I like somebody that I'm close with happens to share my last name, I, we just call them cousins. It's different. I, th- I mean, if I have if someone shares last name with me, I think they're required to. be Well, yeah, like, they're almost yeah. certainly related to
1: you. So his wife, they're moving into a new place, and they haven't moved in yet. They're like staying with some family until they move in. Mm-hmm. And so his wife apparently went over and smudged the house this
0: week. I'm not like, just I a weird verb for that. I don't, don't get you think it. That's a weird verb for that. smudge i don't reminds me of the south park episode if you say so (laughs) the one where cartman has a business oh okay
1: i i don't it's that none of this means anything to me man like none of this does bad energy you gotta eradicate the bad energy there's that God, god bless him i didn't wish this upon those guys by any stretch of the imagination
0: like we said of course last night was the night
1: double reverse lock man you can never you never argue against it I whatever I get it was fun because there was a bigger crowd last night because Shohei Otani was pitching. I even flipped over to the Orioles game a few times last night because Shohei Otani was pitching, and then because it Quality was first pitch from later. Him. Yeah, that was uh, that. I mean, it was a it fun was neat, moment. Right? Right? It, it was, was f- a fun f- moment. Especially because Mullins had been
0: s- relatively slumping of late. Right,
1: and Santander definitely been. Well, Santander's been killing it this month. This month he's I'm been not killing denying. It, that. Right? yeah. This month he's been killing it. Um, I don't know. It was neat for the people that were at the ballpark; they got to see the win- the losing streak come to an Although, end. Although,
0: do you think but, that like but, Drew was going to see Otani be great, right? And then and was the you're disappointed, you disappointed him because, to go over right. four with three strikeouts yes. and pitch relatively poorly. one hundred percent.
1: You went there to see Shohei Otani. One thousand percent. You went there to see him put on a show. Now, if uh, you're Shohei, gonna, if you were oh, thank you, if you were if you were looking for that and didn't get it, the next best thing would be Rape what the you got, street. right?
0: Yeah, it's an exciting fashion.
1: The and so cool, bully for the people that went for the the I don't even know how many more people it was than any other night, but we I it
0: four thousand. It certainly thousand seemed to be a, a,
1: yeah. a larger crowd than there would have been for a regular game. Bully for them, they got to see a win. It's it's just that it's almost embarrassing, right? Like to celebrate something like that's, that. I don't know. That's the that's the problem. It's it's you borderline. Have the toes that you have. I understand that, and I get that. Like this is what happened, and it's not. It's 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 better or it's fun to have won a game when you haven't won a game in a really long time.
0: But then you have to acknowledge if they were to win a lot in a row somehow. Well, that that's a different thing that's a different thing.
1: That's a different thing that not everybody gets on board with. So I'm not even going there. I'm saying that like the over the top celebration of it is you won a baseball game. You're still horrendous. You're still the worst team in baseball. Thirty nine wins. You've won one of your last twenty games. Like Mm-hmm. It's the over-the-top celebration. Now, some of it is ironic, and I can enjoy the ironic celebration. Some of it just comes off a little bit like... Well, it's slightly cathartic too, for them, I'm too sure. Too thirsty, you know? Like, just a little too thirsty. So, they want a baseball game. It's not the end of the world that they want a baseball game. And, sure, for the players that are involved that we care about, I'm glad they don't have to carry it for forever, right? Like, I will... there's some of that that goes on. But ultimately, I'd prefer that they lose games the rest of the way and not screw this up. I'd venture to say they'll still lose some more. I would like to hope that they will still lose some more. Um, Ultimately, I would like to hope that we don't end up... um, Finding out that like who is the g- Ellis the old Chris Ellis he didn't Cl- pitch Cliff Ellis that finding out that he's a thing at some point I I well, think
0: based on last night I don't yes
2: yeah, so, oh no
1: I have no fear of that right. although he started out okay yeah but three um, innings
0: isn't exactly the parameter. no
1: not I mean I mean, I mean they're stretching him out babe <laughs> they're, they're, that's what they're going for I just I, I I this is the part where you say I think reality needs to set back in and it's best for business if o- they lose right. far more than they win I'm fine I'm totally fine I don't know if the remote's fine okay. but I'm Personally, okay. We're oh, good. I got this little like burn thing going on in my hand that Is I don't that care from for. Heat? That was from when we didn't have a microwave uh, and I was using a, a, a toaster oven seems instead. seems like an odd place to be burned. And, well, no, I was, Were I wanted to, top ch- I wanted to check toaster? the temperature yeah. of the thing I was warming up mm-hmm. and I, like wanted I was trying to sneak my hand yeah, in between the you know that
0: game are you a convection oven man or are you a this was a convection oven big yeah. fan of convection oven I
1: do enjoy a convection oven but I won't use, versatile
0: I don't I don't. I wouldn't prefer it I've, in my older to, years mm-hmm. the best way to reheat your food in a convection oven mm-hmm. is to put it on toast yes that's and then crank it up to 450 and just like zap it for like 7 minutes and you're your money. I tend to agree with that I tend to but I
1: I don't know I'd still prefer a microwave frankly like, that's no just the if reality you have chicken valid. wings you're reheating chicken wings I, if it In fact, I had chicken wings yesterday. If it was chicken wings, maybe not. Maybe if it's chicken wings, maybe not. I think fried foods I would probably tend to put in the... The convection oven. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the way that that would go. But I don't eat a lot of fried foods in my life, Kyle, so there's there's that. Chicken wings are delicious. Clint. I I'm no, Is anybody saying that chicken wings... Who said that? Who are you debating with? It's like when Steph Curry has a good game and people are like, I thought people said Steph Curry couldn't play. How about, I thought you said he was no good. Who said that? about
0: Del Currying? It's huh? a whole different
1: mm. situation. A whole different... Uh, Hold oh, that that thread that random dude had out of me. That was a ten and a half though. It was oh. tremendous. It was absolute, you don't they be pegging out here, out here bro. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> there ain't no bluebell out here. That was great. Oh man, that was a tremendous thread. All right, so uh, the Orioles won a baseball game. It is what it is. They finish up the series this afternoon, one o'clock, uh, with Keegan Aiken on the mound against the Angels. The BMW Championship is indeed underway out at Caves Valley. Your last-second tickets for the weekend are available by going to bmwchampionship.com. Don't forget to get your parking as well. There is not a lot of it available on site, and so you're going to have to take care of another option. I would suggest you get the parking in the G-Lot. That's what I'm going to be doing on Saturday when I go out there with my father. Uh, You'll park at Metro Center in Owings Mills. They'll shuttle you right over. I know some of you might say, oh, that doesn't sound great. I assure you, events of this magnitude know exactly what they're doing. This is not, they are running shuttles constantly to get you there. It will be no problem. You will have no issue with this whatsoever. You will park, you will be on the shuttle, and you will be at caves in
0: a hurry. So... That's Did they get Jadakiss there you to do. welcome you saying Welcome to G Block.
1: They, you know what? They should look into that. I don't know what the cost of having Jadakiss come out is
0: at this point. Didn't he just do a versus? Pretty, or it's more like? expensive now than it was a month ago. Yeah, I think
1: you're way. right. I think you're right about that because he just uh, he got uh, got some shine on. Uh, I, I I don't it was ver- the versus versus is not the locks my thing. Versus yeah. uh, Dipset. Dipset. Yeah, exactly yeah. who it was. So um, yeah, get the BMWChampionship.com and you can purchase your parking while you're there. If not, you're gonna have to go with the rideshare option. They are shutting down the street in front of the entrance to caves so that the shuttles can run unimpeded. That was the concept, and that's why you should take advantage of the shuttle parking. But if you don't want to do that, you should get a ride share. Either just pay someone to go drop you off, get an Uber, get a Lyft, get whatever you want. Keep in mind... This is out towards Owings Mills. This is not in the city, correct? Where there are constantly Ubers and Lifts available. It's going to be a um,
0: thirty-dollar Uber at least.
1: Might be. you in the city. At might, least. Let's put it that oh way. Oh yeah, if you're coming yeah. from the city for yeah. sure. Um, you know, maybe you. I don't know. There's somewhere
0: else that you could park. In and, theory, but like that's up, like your the problem. The Owings with Mills parking or that something. Route, but yeah.
1: there's just less cars available. However, because there's also an event going on, likely, I'm just going to guess, I'm just spitballing, surge pricing. I'm just going to guess surge pricing because of the event going on. So I would encourage you take advantage of the parking in the G-Lot at Metro Center. Again, you can find that all out at bmwchampionship.com. Um, the first group of t- uh, players just teed off uh, this morning for round one of the BMW Championship. My girlfriend's dad was one of them. Oh, right, because he yeah. was volunteering, and they just said, uh, congratulations, you're in. That's the way that it works. How's he doing? Rough start. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, who was he
0: paired with? I think it was Norikawa.
1: Nori- uh, nor- did you say Norikawa? It's a different person. Oh, okay. Another hey, volunteer. Wow. Yeah. It was just a whole group of
0: volunteers, yeah. the way that it went.
1: went. Uh, good news from Ravens practice, Deion Kane is back. Finally. Hell, yeah. Finally. Hell, yeah. He was once Superman. Now he's a wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, still none of the other receivers, they got two weeks before the actual game. So it's not really something that's, you should be panicking about necessarily
0: outside shot that Bayman could be back by that soon. Or is it sort of just Uh, nobody, nobody has seemed to suggest that,
1: but I I don't know. I can't, I can't tell you that with certainty that you might call me a dreamer. Yeah, but I'm not. Is that what those are lyrics? That's the lyrics. <laughs> okay, yeah. You don't remember that from Dinner for Schmucks? Dinner for Schmucks?
0: Oh, I do, yeah. It was a great line. Not <laughs> a most memorable yeah. movie, but yes, you, I remember that. I thought Dinner for Schmucks it was, was fine. outstanding. I thought it was an outstanding I think it was at the time film. where we thought everything with those guys was an Apatow film.
1: Well, you, it, you thought it was supposed to be a complete slapstick comedy, and it was more subtle than that. It was... I mean the concept wasn't yeah. more subtle than that, but the actual comedy itself. Actually, in times, it wasn't even yeah, more subtle. Yeah, I don't think it would.
0: I wouldn't even call it that. Yeah, but it was. It was. It was good at times. Of, it and was bad at times. It was more of a times. film.
1: It was more of a film
0: than it was a slapstick comedy. I would but, say appetizer more films than. Well, which ones are you speaking of specifically? The good ones. Okay, I mean, how, I th- how many bad ones were there in that? Time there weren't
1: period? bad ones, but they were films that went on longer than like. Uh, you know it was a bad? This is forty.
0: Okay, yeah. fine, fair enough. Like, not exactly. went on forty people, forty This yeah. is forty, or when it started like yeah. jumping the shark a little. bit. Like. Either either way, right? Like I'm talking Correct. about the golden era. Oh, I mean, I, fine, fine. I think I dinner trucks was before. Super you know, Judd
1: Apatow and I got into a fight on Twitter last year. Yeah, I heard you lost. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. In fact, he admitted that I was right. <laughs> to be <laughs> he, fair, though, he always <laughs> was wins. A weird bit. It was yeah. I think he's doing. Yeah. I think he's <laughs> doing quite fine. And he definitely in fairness he was very nice and he shared some stuff about the mo and it was very sweet of him despite the fact that clearly he thought that I was a douchebag <laughs> and I wasn't even trying to there's always was one just, though, you know I just wanted to point out that like it was a weird bit how he said that Roger Staubach went to West Point and what was that film? What was the name of the movie?
0: Was it... Uh, uh, it was King uh, of Staten Island. Yeah, it was a King fine, of Staten Island, which I thought was a good yeah. film. It, again, it wasn't... It was more of a film than slapstick, that's for sure.
1: Yes, it was definitely more along these lines. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good, but I just wanted to point out... That I wanted to laugh more. Was yes. it Bill Burr's character? It was. Um, who... who who said, you know, Roger Staubach graduated from West Point. I was like, what the hell, man? And he was like, well, yeah, but the, it's supposed to be a blowhard. And I said, I get that, but all of the other things he said were accurate. Like, everything else in that diatribe, like what he said about Wayne Gretzky, all of that was was accurate. That was the only one. So... That's super subtle. If that's what you were going for, was that he was supposed to be a blowhard making things up. And inevitably, he caved and he was like, All right, you're right. We screwed it up. He caved Valley. He caved Caves Valley to correct. Mm-hmm. It's like, All right, you're right, Glenn. We screwed it up. It's, it's an Easter egg just for you. And I was like, Well, it's not really an Easter egg. It's just a mistake. Like, it's okay. I still like your work, I still appreciate you. I, I don't was think just you're getting pointing an invite it out to the screening. Oh, I think I'm yeah. I don't think I'm getting invited at all. And then I it, all of these Judd Apatow fans started screaming at me that I was a douchebag. I'm like, "Look, I I'm you're not like, I know. It's it, it's not the end of the world. I'm not saying boycott the movie. I just I frankly when I first pointed out, it was kind of a joke that he got it wrong. And it just became this over the top thing as Judd Apatow stepped in and turned it into this big thing. But I got a column out of it in the time where we had no sports. So Thank you, Jed Apatow. I'll always remember that. All right. Today's show is also brought to you by Window Nation. It's Window Nation's 15th year anniversary. During August, all customers that get an in-home estimate will be entered to win their home project for free. Or buy two windows and get two free plus pay nothing for two full years. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. From Joe, Joe says... And Glenn I'm just getting caught up on the Jeremy Fowler. I don't want to talk anymore about the Jeremy Fowler thing. Sorry, Joe. I'm sorry. I just don't want to talk anything more about it. It's there. If you haven't heard it, go back listen to it. It's it's what it is. But I'm I'm good. I don't I don't need to I'm all right. I'm sorry. I'm all right. I just we've it's there. It's already happened. It's out on the internet. Go find it there. Right now, let's head out to Caves. Um our buddy Banks from Barstool Sports. Of course, you know him from all of his Ravens coverage, but he's also very much on top of golf coverage. For Barstool, and so this is very much a home game for him this weekend with PGA Tour rolling through Owings Mills. He's there right now, and he's with us on GCR. Banks, what's going on, brother? How are you?
3: Tremendous. I mean, it's a little muggy out here, but the course looks awesome. I mean, it's been 59 years since the PGA Tour's been here. We got the best players in the world on site, so i'm fired up about it i think everybody coming out here should be
1: too. dude you know i'm not like a big golf guy right you know it's just sure. not my thing which is you know it's not a it's not golf sucks it's just you know not not everything is for everybody that's the way that it goes right like it's not my thing but i'm going out there this weekend too because i want to support it for you you're a 10 and a half like you you love golf what does this yeah. weekend mean to you as having this event here
3: like i said it's it's the best players in the world. It's the top seventy in the FedEx Cup standing. I understand that the 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 casual sports fan that isn't too into golf, they don't have a lot of context in terms of, of what that necessarily means. but for golf nuts, I mean they play all year you know close to fifty events to try to get to this point they, they It's three events in the playoffs they go from one twenty five down to seventy to thirty next week at the Tour championship so this is an ongoing process that's been going. Really, they had a super season because of the COVID and everything. They threw the Masters into this season. So there were two Masters and there was two uh, U.S. Opens. So there's been a lot of golf played in order for these players to get to this point. And for a golf nut like me to see these guys out here, it, you know, in Baltimore, in this area on such yeah. a tremendous course that's, you know, held so highly regarded around here. I mean, it's, it's awesome. And, and I've seen a couple balls hit so far. Charles Schwartzel's uh, out there already. Uh, DJ's going to be teeing off in a few minutes. I'm fired up, man, and I can tell the people flowing in—they're fired up too. So, it's—it's um, it's kind of a dream come true. It's it, Baltimore not really an area like I said for 59 years since we've had an event like this year, and um, you know, that's well before my time. So, it's—it's it's a pretty unique experience.
1: All right, give me some tips. So, this is—I I think that you can do this uniquely because you go to golf tournaments. Like this is this is up your alley for people that are that are going out that are casual. That are checking out the event either because it's the first one or they just know it's significant. That don't know, like, you know, you buy a baseball ticket, you go sit in a seat and watch a baseball game, right? Like, you go to a Ravens game, you got this is where you're going to be. What are your tips for attending a golf tournament? What are your tips for getting out there, making the most out of a uh, Thursday or a Friday afternoon or a se- like Sunday? I, s- I think everybody can try to pack in 18, right? But, like, sure. for a day like today or tomorrow, what are your tips for attending a golf tournament?
3: Yeah, it could kind of depend on whether you're going for multiple days or not or how long you, 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 uh, you're you going to spend a day out here. But it's kind of like going to an amusement park. You kind of want to do a lap around the place and get an idea of what's where and, and find some situations where, I mean, on a day like this, you might want to know where some shade is and try to ration some of your walking to a degree, but... I like to get out there early and and see see the course of the hole, walk a loop, maybe follow a player that I really like early in the morning so I know what holes kind of have the best viewing situation where you can see maybe multiple holes from a given vantage point. Um, And then just kind of let the day take you from there. I mean, every golf tournament I've been to, I've been to four or five this year. I went to the players. I went to Bay Hill, um, went to RBC heritage you you kind of it's, it's kind of different for every course given how a course is laid out what you want to do so you got to kind of have an open mind but overall i mean i as a golf guy i try to go out there and see every single hole and then just try to figure out where i want to be from there
1: any particular players that you recommend like spending the day with like if you want entertainment value for the day like i mean I, I know that Bryson is polarizing, but he would seem to jump off the course of, like, if you just want to follow someone around and, like, see amazing things, that would probably be near the top of the list, right? It's...
3: Bryson for sure is the top of the list. You want to go out there and see him at the range and just see the way he hits golf balls. Um, I mean, seeing him at Bay Hill, that, that clip that went viral, oh, in the water. I was there for insane. that person. It was incredible. But um, if you want somebody that's kind of a little off the radar – it isn't quite as big a name, but it can hit it almost as far. Cameron Champ is already uh, teed off. Okay, He's a guy who you might want to go see just because he hits the ball a long way. Um, I wish Bubba Watson had qualified for this because watching him shape golf shots left and right, and he does things with a golf ball that just don't make sense.
1: Um, now, I remember, it's a shame
3: he's not here. I remember but... that
1: famous hook shot from the Masters the one year where you're like yeah. you're like, how in the F would a human being do that? And like he legitimately was just like, Oh, this is cool! I can hit this. Yeah, <laughs> no problem whatsoever. Yeah,
3: there's there's no shot that he, right. he can't think he can hit. Like it's it's really something special. But um, yeah, I mean, Dustin Johnson's a guy that's always fun to see. He he hits it a long way, and he can he he's unflappable. But obviously, he's not as much of a character. And I think a lot of people in this area, because of Under Armour, are drawn to Jordan Spieth. Yeah. I'm a big Jordan Spieth guy myself, and I think that he's going to have a big following this weekend.
1: Our buddy Barstool Banks is with us. He is out at Caves Valley for the BMW Championship. Uh, Banks, the the best stories for Sunday, right? Like, the best possible scenarios. I'm starting to buy in that, like, that that is at the top of the list now. That Like, he finally broke through. And he seems really embraceable from, like, the average golf fan. I know you've pointed out that, like, he's got this relationship with Nada, which kind of makes it a cool local connection. Uh, Maybe he's not number one on the list, but I feel like he's pretty high on the list of embraceable storylines for Sunday.
3: For sure. You can't find a guy on tour that won't say something great about him. He's just one of those guys that um, always says the right thing. And, I mean, we watched him lose so many tournaments in, in close fashion, and he always kept his head up high and was gracious and, always talk to the media and I so I think everybody's really, really happy for him having won that tournament. So um we'll see if he, he kind of you know, leverages that into a big weekend here. Um Jordan Spieth is kinda cut from the same cloth. I think that's yeah. what drew him to a lot of people in the last five or six years. Um so I mean at the at the end of the week, I mean there there are gonna be guys that are both battling it out to try to make that top 30 to qualify for the last tournament so it's not even necessarily at least for a golf nut like myself it's not even going to necessarily be about who's at the end there trying to win the tournament but also who's trying to scratch out every single stroke to try to get the points required to make it through to the final weekend sure sure um yeah i think that uh this is a course that i think a lot of people aren't sure of what's going to come of it you know what kind of player might might uh might have success here or not so there's a lot of mystery in terms of the on the betting side and handicapping where um anything can really happen and i'm I'm excited to kind of see what type of players emerge because they've they've lengthened this course a good amount where i think there's an expectation that the longer hitters are going to have an advantage so um, just something to keep an eye on as we're out here.
1: I want to give you a second because I know we talked on Twitter earlier in the week. Um, I, you, you and I are on the same wavelength here. It's important for the city to embrace this event. It's important. I know there's not a lot of tickets that are left, but it's important. And I'm, I'm saying this even as a guy who's not you know, a, a, a crazy golf fan, but like, this is, this is a huge opportunity to pump some more money into our city and to our area, and this impacts – So much more than just the folks at Cave Valley, right? Caves Valley, right now.
3: Yeah, we don't we don't have a lot of opportunities as a city to really showcase ourselves on a on a national scale or international scale. Even Um, we have Preakness every year, and that is what it is. Um, That's a beast of itself. But other than that, you know, we haven't really hosted something on such a premier level um, in a long time. So I know that the city, along with DC, is is campaigning for a World Cup in a handful of years and. It's things like this that matter. You gotta show out, you gotta show that this is a great sports town. We all know that it is. Um, I mean it shows at MIT Bank Stadium every single Sunday. Uh so as as these places look for uh, you know, PGA tour or other sporting events, when they look for locations to to showcase their sport on a national scale, I mean they we want them looking for Baltimore as one of those locations.
1: Yep. Yep, it's a big opportunity, man. It's a huge deal. All right, let's get to the important stuff. Uh, Were you secretly rooting for the Orioles to lose last night so that our boy uh, EDT was going to have to jump into the harbor?
3: I I can't even lie and say that I wasn't rooting for them to lose. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, what really – what do we have? left oh, for the Baltimore Royals in 2021. I I mean,
1: basically, I by the, for the record, Banks, I basically root for them to lose every night. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's not no disrespect. It's the, you know, let's get the number one pick and let's go from there. There's, no Winning doesn't help anything at this point. It's what it is.
3: For sure. And um, I was really just interested in watching Eric squirm. Yeah. Um, and he was squirming for days there. and it, it, it seemed like for a few days he was really trying to pretend that it wasn't going on. And uh, Taylor and myself, On exit 52, we're trying to kind of put them in a box, which, hey, man, we made our promises. I said if the Ravens lose 20 straight, I'll jump in the harbor. And and Taylor said (laughs) if if Terps basketball loses 20 straight, he'll jump in the harbor. So, hey, fair is fair. That's right. That's a good point. That's
2: that's very similar
1: on all
3: accounts. I was interested to see what kind of loophole he was going to try to pull because I I really tried to narrow it down and and really give him no way out. Um, And I can't believe that they pulled it out last night.
4: Uh.
1: He's a lucky man, and he is extraordinarily lucky He is so unbelievably lucky. are you uh sweating at all the fact that the Ravens have no wide receivers and we're two weeks away from the start of the season? Are you all starting to sweat that
3: uh you know it's not ideal I think we can all agree <laughs> on that but you know Lamar missed some time early on, and he's not playing any of the preseason games, so I mean, I don't know how much work that they're actually going to accomplish anyways in camp here. Like I said, not ideal per se, but is it time to smash any panic buttons? I mean, we've lost LJ Fort for the season, and that's really yeah, it. Yeah, that's a bummer. Shot yeah. back in mid-September or something. So uh, we could be doing a lot worse, and there's been years where we've done a lot worse. Yeah,
1: so, wholeheartedly um, I look at agree. It,
3: yeah, I look at a situation like, oh, like Tavon Young hasn't – torn any ligaments yet so that's a big win that is
1: a win and jimmy smith like we thought it was gonna be a disaster when he went down it's okay so like that things have been all right and the other thing too man i feel like most years there's a bunch of guys who aren't practicing that like the moment you get past that final preseason game all of a sudden, they're all right back at practice. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what it is, but it just feels like over the years, there has been an exodus of players uh, around preseason games. And then the day after the last preseason game, you're like, wow, look, everybody returned to practice. How weird is that?
3: Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, this is kind of what the goal was all along. Just kind of don't exert too much energy and, and try to stay safe and, and don't get, you know, put yourself in trouble for the long term. So, I, I you know, I, Dude, this, the biggest scare, of course, was Marlon Humphrey at one point. Yep. That turned out to be okay. I think they're kind of being safe with him, and as, as they should be. So, um, Like I said, if there's no long-term injuries, that's a big win. So, All
1: right. Uh, last one for you, your follow-up to uh, Jeremy Fowler saying that NFL teams uh, believe that this is the year they're going to figure out Lamar Jackson.
3: Yeah. I know you had him on earlier this week. Um, I know that he's just relaying what people have told but him. But we still
1: challenged I, him. Like, I didn't let him off the hook for, you know, this is just what sure. I'm hearing from other people. We still, ch- like, I, you know, it's what I said to him. Dude, if, if somebody said to you Justin Tucker was was a bad NFL kicker, would you just report that? Like, would you just? No, absolutely not. You know, not. like, that, I, it doesn't fly to me that that goes unchallenged.
3: Yeah, he's lending credence to the idea by putting it out there. and um, I mean, he knows what he's doing when he says it. It's going to stir the pot and it's going to get people talking. And that's, you know, his, his job to a degree. So, I get it, but I think Lamar said it exactly right, I think, to say I doubt it. I seriously doubt that. We're going to go out there and play ball is the right way to go about it. Um, I mean, look, they've had three years to figure them out, and I know that the postseason hasn't exactly gone the way we want it to, but there's been extenuating circumstances where the wind is blowing 25, 30 miles an hour in Buffalo. Josh Allen wasn't throwing the football in that wind, and nobody's really talking about that. Lamar just made the one mistake in that game. right? Uh, but well, overall, and, 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 you look at an offense that scored more points than any other team in the league since he became the starter. I mean, what is, what is the evidence to show that they're slowing him down, that they're figuring him out? There is no evidence. I'm so, with you. I'm with you, man. I, I kind of turn my nose up at that whole notion.
1: At, at some point, you just have to acknowledge the dude's unbelievably good. Like, that's it. He's just unbelievably good. That's the way that it goes. And then go do your best after that. Uh, check out yep. Exit 52 podcast, of course. Uh, I know you guys did a lot about the BMW this week, correct? Yep, we had
3: the uh, the head pro, Matt Fuller, on, so he talked about the course a little bit. Um, we talked about some of the same things we talked about here, just how to go about being this particular golf course. and. How to make the most out of a day here.
1: Awesome, man. At Barstool Banks on Twitter, and of course, find his stuff at Barstoolsports.com as well. Banks, always appreciate you, brother. Let's talk again real soon. Are you gonna be out you're gonna be out there on Saturday? I'm coming out Saturday. I'll try to come say hello, all right?
3: Yeah, I'll be out here Saturday. I'll be here Thursday through Saturday and I might be around Sunday a little bit
1: too. Awesome. So if anybody who's out here, give me a holler. Awesome, man. Appreciate you, Banks. Thank you, dude. Absolutely, thanks. Barstool Banks, Barstoolsports.com, of course, their resident Ravens guy and uh golf guy too. Appreciate him checking in with us this morning from at Caves at the BMW, where they are underway in round one of the BMW Championship. Speaking of the uh, some football, there's a purple takeover that gets underway this weekend as well at the Maryland State Fair, as 11 current, future, and former Baltimore football stars will all be there. It starts this weekend with Hall of Famer Lenny Moore and goes on over the course of the next two weekends to include the likes of Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, Adafi Owe, Ben Cleveland, and so many more. There are still packages available to meet all of them for just $350. And again, when somebody says just $350, you're like, hey, $350, that's a lot. But for 11 different stars of the past, present, and future, that's an unbelievable deal if you know anything about the meet-and-greet business. You're getting your pictures and autographs with all 11 for just 350 bucks. That math is really good for you. All you can meet. All you can meet. Thank you for reminding me. That was such a good idea, and I'm really mad that we didn't run with that earlier. The all you can meet ticket. Get it right now at great 8 That's the word great, the number 8, the letter S, memorabilia. Dot com. you can also get the individual tickets for autographs and pictures which, which with, whatever player it is that you're looking to meet individually. You can do that to Gradsmemorabilia.com. When we come back in, Christopher Clary is going to join us. The book is The Master. It's all about Roger Federer. It was an incredible read. We'll talk to him next this is Glenn
0: Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443 840 4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Here in
2: Watch it
0: For the first time,
1: the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players
4: in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to
3: watch
0: the drama unfold. Visit pmwchampionship.com today. 401- or go to c3america.com for a free analysis.
1: As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of shoes. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, Beer, Wine, and spirits Showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number 5.
5: This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss made coffee machines grind fresh, premium beans on the spot and then brew them, one cup at a time, for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real
0: fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100 foot media wall, 47 foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland come see for yourself. Book your table now at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com
1: it's Window Nation's 15th year anniversary during august all customers that get an in-home estimate will be entered to win your home project for free that's correct The chance to win free top of the line energy efficient Window donation windows installed by experts with over 15 years experience that will keep your home cool during the summer months and warm during the colder months if you don't win get half of your windows free with their buy two windows and get two free deal plus pay nothing for two full years. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you.
5: Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at
1: GlennClarkRadio.com. GlennClarkRadio.com. Mobile. Oh. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube Service Center. Ask for Mobile One. And don't forget, coming up on Monday, September 13th, the Baltimore Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Party, presented by Miller Lite at m and Bank Stadium. A live performance from all-time low, why do the monsters come out at night? Yeah, they'll do that one for sure. Plus, hang around. Watch the Ravens Raiders game on the Ravens Vision boards. All of that in-game entertainment they normally do for home games, they will do for that as well. Visit Ravens.com slash kickoff for tickets. They're just 10 bucks as long as you get them before the event. They'll be 20 on the day of the event, and parking is free. Again, Ravens.com slash kickoff. I really enjoyed this book. 400 pages, and I finished all of it before we had this conversation. You see it if you're with us on Facebook Live. It's called The Master. It's by Christopher Clary, uh, of course, New York Times tennis correspondent and the author of this book all about the great Roger Federer, and Christopher Clary joins us now here on GCR to tell us a little bit more about it. Christopher, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning.
5: Hey, Glenn and Kyle, you're making my morning with those comments. I appreciate I that rea- very I much. I truly enjoyed this book. The access is obviously
1: unbelievable, and I know um, in the, the sort of the epilogue you wrote about how long it took and, and how much you put into it. It's it's unbelievable. Um, can you take me through I, – I, I guess it's clear, because of the access that you had throughout uh, Roger's career – was there a point at which the thought first came to you, like, hey, I've had all of these conversations with this truly iconic athlete. Like, this might end up turning into a book at some point.
5: Yeah, it really hit me. I got a chance, one of the last interviews we've done, most recent ones, was I went to Switzerland before he came back on clay that year, and uh, spent a whole day with him up there, watching him train, and and went to lunch, and you just could tell this rapport had been established. You know, it's not me, it's the New York Times that It's getting me these interviews, but nonetheless, it it just was, we've been in each other's company quite a lot over the years. It was just a very comfortable conversation of a couple of hours over lunch just the two of us in this restaurant in Switzerland, and I just realized it was all these things over the years that had hit the cutting room floor and all these interviews, and also I kind of wanted to make sense of it all, because it's rare for a superstar athlete to give anybody that kind of access in this era, and Roger, for a lot of reasons, had decided to do that, and we kept it going. And I felt like I had a ringside seat to his career and a ringside seat to this incredible era, really, in men's tennis. I don't use that word very often, but it's true. with Rafael Nadal and Nokak Djokovic yep. and Andy Murray and Britain. It's been crazy. So I wanted to try to capture all that, and it was definitely the biggest challenge of my career to try to do it.
1: So a couple of things that jumped out at me, uh, Christopher, I, I feel like the average, the casual sports fan, if they were going to read a book about Roger Federer, they would want to know – how is he so cool how is he so constantly calm in all of these situations and you cover that but with the ironic part of the answer of course being like that's not really who he was that's not like this this thing that we know him as this image of roger Federer. well if you were aware of him as a young player like that's almost the antithesis of what he was
5: yeah he was a long way from that james bondian kind of figure you know when he was young that's for sure you know he's had the uh, bleached blonde hair and the bad temper and the broken rackets and the bad mouth and all that, you know, a lot of teenagers, we don't want to look back on our pictures. I know I don't. Right. So, I mean, it's the way it is. But I, but I think for a guy to have made that kind of progression, it makes you wonder how much self-control was required. And it also makes you wonder how much is going on inside still. And I've asked him that um, about, you know, he shows that calm kind of polished veneer and he plays tennis very much as Zen master out there, but it's still, got to be a lot of blood boiling underneath and i've asked him that question and he's said that's true it is i'm still it's still in there and it's still i've learned how to manage it but it's still there
1: and as you referenced it still occasionally came out like there were still matches in which you know like Del delpo some of those things you would you would see some of that other side of roger federer over the years it's just that we saw so much of the other guy that we kind of don't remember that nearly as much
5: yeah and how do you make that progression how do you do anything in your life it's it's a it's a long uh, long process a lot of times to kind of Master Yourself, which is why we picked the name of the book. And I think uh and his efforts are, are admirable and successful. But you're right, there are moments when you he's no saint, when he gets the potty mouth and he gets a little angry, you know, he's even tossed a few rackets over the years, but nothing like he was when he was young. And I think that self control has been a real key to his longevity yeah. and his long-running success.
1: And when you compare it to some other tennis players, it's <laughs> clearly nothing like some of the other guys that we know. Christopher Clary is with us. Again, the book is The Master. It's available right now. We've linked it up on our Twitter account, at Glenn Clark Radio. Christopher, I think one of the fascinating parts, as the book went on, is you have this, this, this period of, of utter dominance, of, of sheerly being the one guy, and then that sort of starts collapsing a bit, starting with the the legendary Wimbledon match against Nadal in the final and and how he's handled that, I think, is really one of the most unbelievable aspects of of his story. And coming back and still being able to win slams late into his career, and even you know the epic and in the book kind of goes to this point, the epic final loss against Djokovic, that that he had to watch this thing that seemed insurmountable be you know surmounted, if you will, and yet still manage to be exactly the guy that you would want him to be, the represent, representative for the sport. It's still a great athlete until an age where you would never expect someone to be. It's really quite remarkable that despite the fact that we thought it was just going to be Roger Federer alone, and it, it clearly is not any longer, it really hasn't like changed him all that much.
5: Yeah, There's irony in that, too, because his longevity is, is one of his hallmarks, and it's been a, remarkable to see, and it's been a great thing but it's also made him vulnerable because it means he's not his absolute best anymore. And he has to experience these guys matching or surpassing his records while he's still a player. If he had done the normal thing and stopped playing at 34, 35 kind of on top of the world at that point, or, you know, very close to it, he could have been, you know, comfortably up at the ski resort, watching the highlights and seeing those guys go past him. But he's actually experiencing it, you know, full on and and playing a role still in in the process. That loss to Djokovic you referenced in 2019. He had two match points, and couldn't couldn't uh, seal the deal, and that, that would have been his greatest victory, and he was within inches of securing it, and he couldn't do it. So those are brutal moments to live through. I think that's part of Roger's appeal, frankly. I read about this in the book, too, that people have seen him vulnerable a lot. They've yep. seen him have these brutal defeats, and I think that's a big part of humanizing him and making him relatable because he's not just this supreme champion. He's a he's a vulnerable guy, too. He's got all aspects to his personality.
1: Because one of the topics that you sort of dance around in the book a little bit is this, this un- how, how do we possibly compare one thing to another across eras right and like you know it, we, we've we sort of always accepted that that you know Federer Nadal was the greatest match of all time but like really is it or is it just the one that stands out the most because of the circumstances and the storylines and all that stuff but I think more when we have this conversation about the greatest player of all time and we've allowed these numbers to stand out and as you reference and You know, people that know about tennis know that the Grand Slam thing was such a different concept once upon a time. Uh, Is it even certain, when we talk about this era, do we even know for sure that these are truly the greatest players, these three of all time? Or do we just accept that because we've created these numbers that mean so much more than others?
5: Hey, I I think you're right on target there. I, I think there's a lot of recency bias. These guys are certainly on the short list just because of what they've achieved, just the performance on the court and the numbers and that they've lifted each other up, all of them. But there's no way you can say that, you know, Rod Laver, if he hadn't had turned pro for five years and missed five years of slams, wouldn't have had comparable numbers. There's no way you can say that Bill Tilden, if you want to go way back in history in tennis, wouldn't have done just as well if he'd ever traveled to Australia or, you know, not been distracted by other things that were going on. I mean, it's, it's a hard comparison across eras because the very parameters of tennis have changed so much. And, I did talk to Martina Navratilova yesterday for a story for the times. And she was saying, you know, back in our day with Chris, we didn't really count our grand slams. Nobody really cared about it that much. We we obviously wanted to win Wimbledon or the US Open. We weren't just obsessed with the grand slam count. And it's really become all about that in a lot of ways now in tennis, because it's also accessible to a general public. But I think it's a bit of a pity to, to dis, you know, dismiss the players of the past just because they don't have the similar numbers when they didn't really have that on their target list. Right.
1: Anyway. The numbers didn't mean what they mean now. No question. No question about it. Christopher Clare, again, the book is The Master. It's available right now. If I could, since I have you, Chris, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the U.S. Open, if that's all right. Um, the, the, Absolutely. Bu- the bummer being the number of players that we're not going to see there. We know Serena and Venus on the women's side won't be there, and Roger and Rafa uh, won't be there, and Dominic Thiem as well on the men's side. I, the, the funny part being because he hasn't been around for the summer Novak Djokovic has kind of become slightly an afterthought in the, the the hardcore tennis circle but this still would be like what what would this be if we get through these two weeks and he's okay health-wise and he is threatening to win this and pull this off and accomplish this do you get a sense for what type of story this would be beyond tennis over the course of the next couple of weeks
5: That's a great question and a very good point. And I can tell you, the New York Times, you know, tennis department and sports department We were talking about the U.S. Open before all the withdrawals. I think we all suspected that Roger was probably not going to play, Rafa might not play, and Serena might not play. But we were talking about this before that all happened, and we are going, what's what's the biggest story of the U.S. Open? And it was clear for us. It's Novak Djokovic going for the Grand Slam. I mean, it hasn't been done since 1969. Rod Laver, 51 years in the men's game, hasn't been done by anybody since Steffi Graf in 88. So, I mean, it's a huge thing especially in this era with all these players that are so good and different surfaces and, and Novak beat Nadal in Paris, the clay court King to put himself in position to do this. So it would be a fantastic achievement. I think it would separate Novak from and Roger in terms of just the on court performance, what he's been able to do. And I think it would you know put him in one of the most exclusive clubs in sport. So I think it's a, it's a very big deal. And I think it will transcend. Will it transcend as much if it, have been done by Serena or by Federer or Nadal, probably not because Novak doesn't have that same kind of following. Right, but it should, but it should be appreciated because it's it would be, and I'm not sure it's at all a slam dunk either.
1: Oh, I don't think it. I mean, it's, you know, the idea that somebody who hasn't played in so long can just come in and win a Grand Slam. I mean, I, if somebody can do it, obviously Novak Djokovic is probably the guy that can do it, but it's still a very difficult thing to do. Um, on the flip side, I guess the next storyline is that, is it time, right? Is this time? I know team won last year, but like Djokovic you know, wasn't involved. They didn't have to beat Djokovic in order to do it, and there were no fans there in New York, so it kind of didn't mean exactly the same thing. Is it finally time to see whether it's seats to pass? I know Zverev has been playing well, but it's a little bit more difficult to embrace him. Uh, Daniil Medvedev, who's very popular there. Is it finally time to see one of these guys break through and establish themselves as truly the next star of this sport?
5: Yeah, I think that, that, is, that is the big question. And I think the fun thing about that is that you've got Novak, who has 20 going for the absolute record in Grand Slam titles, the 21 and the Grand Slam. And then all the guys that are the main contenders are guys that have never won a Grand Slam. Yep. They have zero. So whoever manages to pull this off, if they do, it's going to be conquering themselves, their own doubts. They've never been in these waters before. I and mean, they've they've all beaten Novak at you know, one time or another, but not when it really matters. So this is a this is going to be a really fascinating thing to see because these other guys have come a long way. They're they're much closer to being ready now, I think. Medvedev, Tsitsipas, and Zverev. So I feel like they have a chance if they play their best to do it, but can they get that out of themselves? We saw Zverev in the final against Team last year at the U.S. Open really freeze up. He's been a bit soft under pressure. So. But the strokes and the, and the games are there
1: and the on the finally, on the women's side, it's you know it's been a sh- uh, for all sorts of reasons, it's been a difficult year for Naomi Osaka, but you know she also seems to be someone who plays quite well in hard court grand slams. Can we dismiss everything that she's been through and say, "Hey, it's a hardcourt grand slam." Naomi Osaka's really good in those, or is is it impossible to do given the totality of what we've seen over the course of the last nine months?
5: Well, she has to be very, very high in your conversation just because of her her record on hard courts and her record in in Grand Slams on hard courts. She's won all four of her titles, two at the Aussie Open, two at the U.S. Open, and she's handled the pressure remarkably well in those finals that she's played, so you cannot discount her. I do feel like kind of the weight of everything she's gone through this year, some of it self-inflicted, some of it not, the Olympic disappointment that she had, she didn't look great in her matches in the run-up to the U.S. Open on hard courts, so I don't think she's the favorite i would put ash barty from australia in that sure. category just based on her results but naomi certainly in the top two or three just because of her history and because if she gets hot much like serena in her in her prime years um she could be anybody
1: no question no question about that
5: all right i i the, i encourage
1: you here's a sell for the master read about young roger federer bopping around uh blaring and belting out backstreet boys songs uh, once upon a time there's a big push for the master which was one of my favorite parts of sort of humanizing uh, uh Roger Federer this sort of larger than life figure that we've come to know over the years uh Christopher seriously I, I picked it up I read all 400 pages 400 pages 400 pages, 400 pages I'm telling you wow it is wow. um it is a phenomenal read man and I you know I'm a tennis nerd so I'm I'm particularly captivated but I would encourage even a casual fan um, it's, it's really a fascinating look at uh, one of the greatest athletes of our time um, uh, appreciate you taking the time for us this morning, it's at Christoph Clary on Twitter, correct?
5: Yes, that's it. You give, got
1: it. give him a follow there Christopher, thank you so much for doing this with us this morning man,
5: really appreciate you hey, thank you for making my morning with those comments I really appreciate it, Absolutely. thanks so
1: much The Master, again, a uh, great book about Roger Federer really, and again, I know you guys know that I'm a tennis nerd so I care a little bit more than the average person might but like, really excellent read Just and I as you know, I will often read just enough of a book that we can have these conversations. Like I'll be like, "Ah, I got eight chapters in or something like that. I couldn't put it down. I could not put this book down. There is so much access, so much that's interesting all over the place with Roger Federer. Um he said he conducted over eighty interviews. You mean your kid couldn't put it down, right? Right, when he was reading it to me, exactly right. But it's a it is a lengthy read. It is John Feinstein esque. 400-page book. Sharp cover. It is. It looks great, doesn't it? Um, and uh, I cannot uh, cannot recommend it any higher. The Master, all about Roger Federer, which is available right now. Winding down, hour number one of today's program. It's been brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or c3america.com for your free analysis And don't forget, the C3 also brings you the Stand the Fan Variety Hour. And on Monday night this week, Stand the Fan and Ross Grimsley caught up with Hall of Famer Johnny Bench. Just sitting around talking baseball with Johnny Bench. Um, They reflected a lot about... Uh, The 1970 World Series between the Orioles and Reds, some unbelievable stories in there. If you missed it, go to Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, click on the videos tab, or go to PressBoxOnline.com and see it there. Um, Brian Powell wants to know, uh, Kyle, okay, so uh, two things. One, uh, Charlie Watts died this week. I'm sure you know Charlie Watts. Yes. Yeah, great. Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts passed away uh, earlier this week, which is such a bummer because he was amazing. And uh, the album 10 by Pearl Jam turns 30 years old tomorrow. He wants to know, do you know more songs by Pearl Jam or by the Rolling Stones? Pearl Jam. You know more Pearl Jam. You can name
0: more Pearl Jam I songs. I would recognize more Pearl Jam. How many Jams. Pearl Jam songs could you name? Could I name by the song name? Could you name how many? Could you name any? By song name itself, man. No, I don't think wow. so. Wow, I don't think so. Okay, but it, I know them because I were all on HFS like all the time when there I was, was younger. There was there so was a lot so of that. You're I just not, know some of the Not lying them about that. them, you know. You can't name a single Pearl Jam song. I don't think so. You wouldn't even want to guess. There's one about a drive. A drive about a, like a drunk driver, I think. Well, yes, but that was a cover. Well, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I know the name of the singer.
1: You name it. Okay, great. Thank you for that. Uh, you can you name a Rolling Stones song? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Sweet Virginia. That's a very random selection. What? What? You're welcome. What is that? What? You're welcome. What? what? Do you not care that I named one? It's just such a weird, it's such a weird,
0: I, I'm, I'm I'm. so. Didn't they do, been a long time? Is that them? Or is that another people? That's
1: been a long time since I rock and rolled. It's not That's them. Led Zeppelin. Okay, fair enough.
0: I don't know. I got one. I, it's
1: such a weird one to have named. Why do you know Sweet Virginia? Can I live? I just want to know why. That's the
0: one. Of all the Rolling Stone songs, for you to be able to name one Rolling Stone song. So, my girlfriend's real name is Virginia, and oh, she okay. was her. So the, if she's you, a big Rolling Stones song. If fan. you didn't date a girl correct. whose
1: name was Virginia, you wouldn't be able to name a single Rolling Stone song. That is
0: correct. I mean, again, I would recognize them, but. Look, I am, uh, I will not claim to be. You ever heard of uh, I can't get no satisfaction? Yeah, I know that one. You ever heard of that
1: one? I know that one. You can't always get what you want? I know that Jumpin one. Jumping Jack. Fla- you ever heard of any of these? Yes, I've heard of them. Heard Brown them. sugar. How come you taste so good? Ever heard of that one?
0: Um, sugar, sugar. How'd you get Jeez. so fine? That one. No, no. Definitely, <laughs> that was a joke. definitely not
1: that one. <laughs>
0: Woo! I could quiz you on some hip hop.
1: Yes, I comparing. Who do you want to quiz me about? A number. Of who do fellas. you think is a comparable to the Rolling Stones? Who do you think that is? A little Flip. Yeah, Little Flip, very comparable to the Rolling Stones, Kyle. Very similar in every in every way
0: to the Rolling Stones. Hey man. The most. I'm not. Hey man. I never pretended to be one. Nope, nobody said you did. It's that. Look, if you said I don't know, I don't know the B
1: sides, like I totally understand that to not be able to name more than one, a single Rolling Stones song, it's pretty effing shameful, man. That's shameful. Look, I like Steven Tyler a lot. Oh God! That was a joke. God. As always, if you're interested in being the producer and sidekick for a semi semi successful, I don't know how I would say that for a, a show somehow-still-alive internet talk show. Glenn at PressBoxOnline.com. All right, hour number one is in the books. Coming up, we're going to uh, chat with Donovan Pines from D.C. United, of course, former Terp, River Hill alum, and uh, he's part of the U.S. national team that won the Gold Cup this summer. We will chat with him, and at the bottom of the hour, the PressBox Fantasy Football Show with Ken Zalas. That's all on the way. It is a Thursday edition of Glenn Clark Radio.
0: Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate fan experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. We take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100 foot media wall, 47 foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in venue gaming, bowling, and more. The perfect destination for sports enthusiasts and fun seekers. We're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland come see for yourself book your table now at sportssocialmd.com that's sportssocialmd.com here in watch out for the first
1: time the pga tours fedex cup playoffs is coming to maryland the top 70
4: players in the world converge on kays valley golf club for the 2021 bmw championship
0: august 24th through 29th 2021 Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today.
1: The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out BuyAToyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today.
0: Redefine your skills. forward slash Baltimore. Hey everybody,
3: this is Chris ruling at great H memorabilia. The Maryland State Fair is right around the corner and we're going to be taking over with the largest Baltimore football signing in over three years. The purple takeover is coming to its Millennium fairgrounds for the massive Maryland State Fair from August 26th through Labor Day Monday. You'll have the chance to meet Pro Bowl tackle Ronnie Stanley, Hollywood Brown, first round pick Odafe away, Big Country Bank Cleveland, Hall of Famer Lenny Moore, and many, many more from your football team. Tickets are are available at great greathmemorabilia.com. That's great, the number 8 S memorabilia.com. And remember, as always, be great.
5: The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand. Carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms.
1: It's Window Nation's 15th year anniversary. During August, all customers that get an in-home estimate will be entered to win your home project for free. That's correct. The chance to win free top-of-the-line energy efficient Window Nation windows installed by experts with over 15 years experience that will keep your home cool during the summer months and warm during the colder months. If you don't win, get half of your windows free with their buy two windows and get two free deal. Plus, pay nothing for Two full years. Call 866 90 Nation or visit WindowNation.com.
0: Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Party with the Flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens' vision boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets and more info. URL.
5: You are listening to Glen Clark Radio at glenclarkradio.com.
1: All right, back in here on GCR. If you haven't picked up the new print issue of PressBox, it's available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox. Or so read it all, pressboxonline.com. On the cover, Marlon Humphrey, great cover story from Bo Smolka about uh, where uh, Hump finds himself in the uh, sort of pantheon of uh, great Ravens defensive players. Go pick that up right now for free, that new print issue of PressBox. Had to do this a little bit earlier on because of his schedule, but he's now a two-time champ. He was a national champion at Maryland. Now he's a Gold Cup champion after spending some time with the U.S. national team this summer. He is a former Terp, now at D.C. United. It is Donovan Pines right here on GCR. Donovan, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes, and congratulations on what's been really a phenomenal last year for you.
2: Thank you so much, Glenn. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Hard dude.
1: Words. I mean, dude, I you know, it's so cool to see this. It kind of gave us all goosebumps, and, and, and I want to talk about United. I want to talk about how things have gone, but – Man, just putting on that jersey and being on the pitch a couple weeks ago, um, and and can you put into words for you in your life what that meant to you to wear the national team uniform and to be a part of such a significant competition?
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's just a dream come true. Like you know, just making my first you know career you know professional debut for DC United. You know, it was always been my dream to play with the national team. So um, I think I you know asked myself. I really want to be a pro when, um, you know, I saw a game with DC United and Andy Nahar made a shot. And then a couple years later when I was 12, I said, Oh man, I really want to make the national team. And then another, (laughs) you know, 12, 11 years later, then I'm, you know, making my debut, um, with the national team. And it's just been, you know, an incredible, incredible, um, amount of time I put in and it's just a pleasure. And just so thankful for the opportunity that I got, um, to play with the U S men's national team and for, Everybody who was on that team was just incredible to be a part of that, um, that group and the incredible people and just um, staff and coaches. It was just incredible just to be a part of that. And it doesn't matter, you know, not
1: too bad that you guys ended up winning the thing, by the way. Not too bad. Yeah, that. yeah, it was
2: us, Honestly, you know, I felt like, you know, we were the underdogs in that tournament. But the fact is that it was really good to just focus on just soccer and not worry about, you know, the outside realm and what, you know, people were saying and this, this, and that. You just focus on your training and um, what the coaches tell you, and, you know, our, our play was going to dictate itself, and it showed, and, you know, everybody bought into Greg Berhalter's system, and everybody was, you know, incredibly respectful of each other, and nobody was, you know, high above anyone else. All the players, even, you know, the tenured players, they were all, you know, very, very um, nice and equal in standing, and always um, took care of the younger guys. So it was just an incredible group of, of players and um, leaders, and it was just, you know, it, it was honestly Bound to be something you know really special because I really believe that this team was really, really um, a special team.
1: Did you, you know, Donovan? This is you know, soccer's a weird sport, right? Did, did you know this was coming the way that you've progressed in, in your young career? Did you know mm. that an opportunity to not just be on the team but to get on the pitch in a match? Did, did you have a feeling those things were coming, or did they even catch you by surprise a little bit when you got right. that opportunity?
2: Honestly, I had no idea, Jeff. You know, I just take it, you know, kind of one day at a time and make sure I focus on, you know, the moment and, you know, seizing the moment as much as I can and doing the best that I can um, in that moment. So that's either, you know, in training or um, preparing, watching film and playing games, always showing case my best effort. And um, I feel like, you know, I made a lot of sacrifices over the years and it put me into a really good position as a, you know, um, Maryland player and then as a, you know, professor for D.C. United and now, you know, a national team um you know, pool player. So, um, it's just it's I couldn't believe that I was getting all this, you know, um recognition and publicity and I was just, you know, just honestly living the dream every day and um it was just incredible how much support I got from my family over the years and, you know, really took so much time to, you know, put in and finally I, you know, lived my dream of playing for the US men's national team and I still can't believe it. My uh, my grandparents, my my cousins, my uncles they're Ec- ecstatic. I remember they saw, they um, sent me a video after the, yeah. end of the game when I subbed in. Um, and the, the most true, true moment of that video was when um, they panned the camera to my grandpa and he started crying. And um, he said, you know, that's my boy, that's my boy. And, you know, that was that was kind of a uh, tearjerker for me because I've never seen him, uh, uh, you know, cry. So I was really um, <sighs> emotional after that game. So it was just, you know, a lot of, a lot of incredible things happened, um, you know, in the past you know, three years as as a professional, but I think honestly just playing for my country and representing my country and, you know, just doing the best that I can to showcase my ability was just a, um, just, I'm just so thankful just to be able to, to just do that.
1: You know, you mentioned that like these were dreams that you had. We're talking to Donovan Pines from D.C. United. Uh, you mentioned these were dreams that you had. I'd like to hope that maybe the next on the list like that you can speak to fruition would be like you dreamed of winning an MLS Cup and winning the World Cup, yeah. right? Because you're, you've done pretty well at speaking things to fruition at this point. We'd like to see that continue.
2: <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, it's really incredible how many uh, I guess you'd say uh, you know, winning teams I've been on um, and I guess winning titles, but you know, yeah, my next, my next goal is, uh, to, you know, win the MLS cup and do really well, uh, with, with, uh, my team with coach Hernan um, in DC and hopefully make the playoffs and then, you know, win a, win a title. So, you know, one step at a time. And I believe this group is very special as well. And I feel like everybody, you know, you know, loves each other and really fights for each other on and off the field. And I feel that this team can go a long way in that respect. Um, and so I'm really excited for the next you know, chapter as I, um, uh, you know, keep getting healthy and, um, Making sure that you know I'm focused and dialed in, and you know trusting the process. So um, I'm really excited for what's uh, what's to come, and I'm just going to keep my head down and you know keep living my dream and keep putting off uh, putting forth my uh, my best effort. Um, and also, of course, you know making the national team again. That's also a goal of mine, and um, you know uh, hopefully making the World Cup. But you know one step at a time. Hopefully, I you know just focus on where I am right now and focus on my team and trying to help my team do as best as possible to put them in a good place for the playoffs.
1: DC United is back home on Saturday night, taking on Philadelphia union at Audi field. If you haven't been there yet, it is a special place. You can check that out eight o'clock on Saturday night. Find out more DC dcunited.com. Donovan pines is with us. All right. So as much as the next world cup is a thought, is it difficult to avoid thinking at all about 2026 and like, the possibility that not only not only do we know it's in in, in it's going to be at home, but like it could really be at home. Like we could be talking about matches in Baltimore, in DC. Like, di- right. is it difficult to not allow your your mind to start thinking towards what could be come twenty twenty six?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's further along, you know, you know, it's, it's a long ways away. But honestly, you just have to like what I said earlier: just focus on the now and just. Seize your moment at the at the moment in time right now, and just focus on you know getting ready for for that point in time. So um, just training hard, uh, working on your you know um, you know your abilities, you know the bad ones, and your good ones, improving on your bad ones. So just making sure that you're doing everything possible to put you in a good position in the next couple of years. So that's what I'm going to try to do and keep staying healthy, keep you know focusing on my ability and get better as a center back, and um, hopefully um, I'll you know I pray that I get called in again and. You know, um, you know, support my country and show um, everyone that I can play at the next level and um, you know compete for a spot for that uh, that player pool. So yeah.
1: Is it a little bit weird to not be like all of the success that you had and you're not really even the big man on campus and your family when you come back to Maryland? Like, is it <laughs> is that a little bit odd for you when you come back and they're like, oh yeah, you're here too? Like, do you have to go? Oh uh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> We, me, and my dad honestly go back and forth. Like my, my dad, he's he's pretty competitive, so he's just like, "Yeah, I'm more famous than you, Donovan." I'm just like, "Yeah, that's good, Dad. I'm happy. I'm happy for you." Honestly, I don't I don't really care. You know, I, I kind of I'm a I'm like an introvert, so uh, when people spot me, because I you know I'm six four, six five, you know, it's right? Kinda, it's kind of funny because I can't hide. <laughs> uh, my dad he's six, he's six feet, he's six one, so he can he can hide a little bit, but I can't really, so I stick out like a sore thumb. But in that in that case, like we always you know buttheads we we kind of go back and forth about that stuff but um like recently i was just getting food down the street and then somebody recognized me and that was that was kind of random because um you know i got a haircut so i was and i wasn't you know i was gone for like a month and a half so i was really you know confused i was like they're like oh are you donovan pines i'm like what (laughs) Uh, yeah don't you play for dc united i'm like oh yeah yeah it's like oh you know keep up the good work. you're doing a great job i'm like thank you. But the thing was, I had my mask on. So I was like, wow, what? What's you know, so it, it's it's kind of funny when, you know, when I get spotted, either off campus or on campus. Um, and, you know, my dad and I just always, you know, act like, you know, who, who's bigger, who's not, who's, you know, more noticeable, who's not, but I don't really care. I just, you know go through my day like you know like a normal person try I try to
1: no, I pr- And I appreciate that and it's a really cool story it's a really cool Maryland story that um that yeah. you and your dad both are, are great humans and doing mm-hmm. amazing things um the, the, you appreciate referenced that. you referenced your championship pedigree right and and talking mm-hmm. about Maryland obviously you were a national championship part of that 19, uh, 2018 team. The, mm-hmm. the legacy of Maryland players and you know Eric was obviously part of the roster for the Gold Cup, right? How, mm-hmm. how significant is that for you carrying this sort of torch that some truly great players we saw Rodney Wallace just retired. Um, we think about yeah. the Ram of the world. we think about obviously Zach Steffens a pretty significant one, right? Like
2: right, how significant
1: exactly. is carrying that torch for the Maryland soccer program and succeeding at these highest levels
2: uh, it's just a, you know, a dream come true. I mean, you, you honestly, like, live, you know, every day, like, you know, you're you're living your dream, and those guys have been living their dream, you know, for, for years, and they just put in effort after effort after effort in any game, and it shows you how much they care, and, you know, they want to respect who they are, and it, you know, reflects well on Maryland as well, because it shows the pedigree of, you know, players that come out of the university and what, you know, dynamic they are, um, you know, as players and as people, and you can say that each one of those players are great people you know they speak very well they're very academically oriented you know and they're you know incredible you know players and you know people so um it's incredible how you can see how good a school of maryland is preparing you know athletes and soccer players for the next step um as professional um and even even further than that. So. It's kind of cool how I see that in the in the grand scheme of things, and also you know having Eric at the you know gold cup, and I was really happy that you know we got to win a championship together because he didn't experience that with. With the team, um, yeah, when yeah. he left and he went to Portland, yep. So I was really happy and I was really, really excited for him um, and for the both of us that you know we got to um, celebrate a championship together because you know he deserved one. I know he got one in the MLS and that was his back tournament, so now he's got two. I got two, so um, he <laughs> gets the next one. Kinda it's kinda a, a cool yeah, thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so now we're gonna see whoever gets the next one. So yeah, that's you're cool. right. Uh, it's gonna be pretty competitive, hey. but you know, Eric. Yeah, it was, it was just really good to see Eric too again. Uh, great guy, great person um so it was just it was just really good uh just to have him on that team and boy did he look like a rock star in that tournament man he oh. he, he oh, looked yeah, like a incredible no doubt yeah, dude. i love
1: eric he looked like a stud all right before i let you go um you know can you explain what it is about sasho like it really is remarkable to me you think about the, t- the distance between championships right like that you guys in 18 after this all started in the early portion of the century right like can you explain right why this man has continued to be able to stay in one place and succeed for so long and and get so many talented kids like yourself and this group of guys we've just been talking about. Right.
2: Yeah, I think it's just trusting the process. I think, you know, Sash really digs deep in the way he builds his teams up from the beginning of preseason. And basically we buy into a process of, you know, a, a performance pentagon and going through, you know, leadership and certain things that increases our motivation to play and, you know, realizes, um, you know, what we should work towards and our goals and how we set um, each, you know, each week to prepare for, for games. And so once everybody's bought into that, you know, the winning ways of, you know, Sasha, uh, then, you know, it's, it's, an incredible, it's an incredible team. And once we realize, you know, that stuff is just not, you know, just words, it actually, you know, reflects our, our daily lives. We started to put that in effect towards the end of the season, and we started to understand what we had to do as a team and as individuals to be successful. And that same thing, what's what happened in the Gold Cup. You know, Greg puts together, you know, a great system of players, but also you got to make sure everyone's on the same page. So he brings in people to help with leadership, to understand our goals and our goal setting. And we you know we talk about things. You become, you know, closer individuals and you know players, and you know we begin to understand. Um, what it means to be a U.S. national team player and same thing with, you know, um, University of Maryland player, soccer player. So, um, once everyone's bought into the, you know, process and, you know, the winning ways for both situations, then there's nothing that you can do to stop us. And, you know, I felt like for both teams that I've been on for, uh, you know, winning uh, the both cups, um, you know, we didn't, you know, for Maryland, we didn't let in a goal. Um, for hmm. the U.S., hmm. we let in only one yep. goal. The PK, so yeah. So, I was really, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was really interesting um how you know coincidental that is and you know I felt something very special in that group as well, uh with the gold cup and it was just something I was like, dang, if we only let him one goal, that's how we how good we are defensively. And we just have to, you know, get in the right spots and we'll get goals, uh, no matter what. So I just had, you know, a good feeling about this group and, you know, I wanted, you know, to stay as mu as long as I could, um, because I kinda hurt my I hurt my foot. Um, right in in one of the uh, training sessions, so I wanted to stay, and I think my positivity and good natured, and you know, make sure everyone's you know um, doing well. And I was, I remember I was helping James Sands. I think James Sands was kind of struggling at one point, but I told him, you know, you're doing a great job. You're an incredible player, and I was saying all these positive things, and that really resonated with him. And, and then he, you know, performed you know incredibly um, in one of the games, and you know, it was a very it was a very great thing to watch because. Uh, after the game, he gave me a big hug, and he he told uh, me he was uh, really appreciative of wow. what I said. So, wow, um, you know, I just, you know, everyone has, you know, their ups and downs are in their heads, but you can you can help those people, and you know, really support them, and you know, your, your teammates, because you want to make sure you guys are on the same page, and you want the best for your teammate, and because we're all in this together, uh, it's because of the team sport. So, um, yeah, so it's just an incredible experience. I learned a lot, um, and it was. Yeah, it was just pretty cool.
1: Well, now we need just having on the pitch for the next one. That'll be the way that it'll go. Yeah, there needs right, to be another right, so you can yeah, be yeah. out there to enjoy it on the pitch that
2: way. Exactly, exactly. That's all I want. That's all I want, you know, just to play in – you know, bring this team to victory and just uh, to keep living my dream and making everyone proud. That's that's always been my goal.
1: C P 23 on Instagram. Give him a follow there. Get out to see United this weekend down in D.C., dcunited.com to find out more. Donovan, we're so happy for you, man. It was awesome to see that. Continued health. And great success Thanks. to you moving forward. Can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you for taking the time for us this morning. Of course. Thank you for having me. Appreciate your time. There he is Donovan Pines, D.C. United, former Terp, and Gold Cup champion now after his time with the national team this summer. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. We'll come back in, get a tidbit, tubular to wrap it up, and then the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio.
0: Party with the Flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite on Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. Celebrate the start of the season with a live performance by all-time low, plus a watch party for the Ravens vs. Raiders game on the Ravens Vision Boards. Appearances by Ravens legends, cheerleaders, Baltimore's marching Ravens, playmakers, and Poe. Tickets are $10 in advance and $20 the day of the event. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets and more info.
1: Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their Very Berry Salad and Smoky Thigh Wings. It also features the all-new Shrimp Po' Boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York Strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, and Smoky Thigh Wings combo platter, zucchini fries, and a key lime pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams Summer Ale or their Anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. Find out more by
0: going to glorydaysgrill.com C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage call c3 american exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible don't let the insurance industry get one over on you c3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis
5: it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the
2: finest and freshest coffee in the world because Royal Farms new Swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a
5: time. It's why Royal Farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast Royal Farms.
1: As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, beer, wine, and spirits showcase and so much more come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the maryland five star at fair hill october 14th through 17th buy your tickets now at maryland five star with the number
0: five Forward slash Baltimore.
1: The latest issue of Press Box is available now on the cover. Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players, and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, And you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. This is GlenmarkRadio.com.
2: Nothing
5: but net.
1: All right, back in here on GCR. Make the most out of it every day in a Toyota RAV4 available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals and new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Tidbit is brought to you today by Great Eights Memorabilia. The Tyus Bowser Show kicks off Tuesday, September 7th. We will be at Mother's in Pasadena with Tyus in partnership, Press Box, Great Eights Memorabilia, and brought to you by Express Interior Design. Can't wait to see you out there Uh, I believe I know who his first special guest is going to be. I don't know if we're allowed to announce that just yet, but um, I'll tell you, it's a Super Bowl champion will be his first special guest. So just keep that in mind. We will be at Mothers in Pasadena on Tuesday, September 7th with Tyus Bowser for the Tyus Bowser Show. Find out more by going to pressboxonline.com slash bowser.
0: Tidbit of the day, the Orioles snapped the streak. All is well in Baltimore. And not only did they snap the streak, it also, of course, being that they won the baseball game, marked the first time they held a lead in any inning later than the third inning in more than two weeks since August 8th. They are actually the first team to snap a losing streak of that length by scoring double-digit runs in Major League history. So they did it in style. Of course, they did best Shohei Otani, who had led Major League Baseball in, well, plenty of categories. Yeah, basically everything, right. Yeah, and yeah, defensive. Sure. Since July, he had been 5-0 and o and led the majors in ERA, whip, and opponent OPS. I'm not sure whether that's all changed, but he's still pretty good despite that. He did also throw a pitch that was 69 miles per hour, with 68 inches of vertical break. So nearly the best pitch in Major League history. It's really remarkable. Uh, Of course, not playing for the Angels last night was Justin Upton, and it's a shame for him, because I'm sure it would have represented a good opportunity to get an RBI. He is at 999 (laughs) Uh, in his Major League career. There are six active Major Leaguers with 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 1,000 or more. Well, I assume Albert Pujols is one of them. More than 2,000 for Albert Pujols.
1: Um... Thousand, I'll say Trout's.
0: No, 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 not a thousand. Tr- eh, trout.
1: No. Okay. Not even nine hundred for Trout. I, I don't. You know, it's tough because he had so many. But he's also only been playing for correct. about a decade. Correct. That's the tricky part about it is that you're trying to figure out um who's been playing for a long time that's still. A- oh, Miguel Cabrera. Seventeen hundred and eighty-six. <sighs> Who else has been playing for a long time?
0: Nelson Cruz. One thousand two hundred and twenty-two. Those are the top three. Robinson Cano was thirteen hundred, but he's not playing, so we don't count him.
1: I honestly, guy, did not know if Robinson Cano was still playing. <laughs> I don't think no, he I, is. We're calling active but, as like hey. active
0: as like guys that are you know I mean, actually I, playing. I year.
1: hear you. I just I could not I could not have told you whether or not he was still playing.
0: Uh, Joey Votto, thousand forty-seven. Okay. He has he's sixth on this list. Paul Goldschmidt, no. Okay, he's nine hundred and one. <sighs>
1: Who still been playing for a long time? Uh, Yadier Molina.
0: 983.
1: Oh, for son of a bitch. You can get on here, by the way, Zalis. Like I, I don't know. We don't banish you. Freddie Freeman. No.
0: Who's Nine the other cub something. that just got traded? The other cub that just got traded. you think Chris Bryant? Yeah. No. Okay.
1: Not quite yeah, not, not quite nine twenty
0: eight by the way you've named the two closest oh good, right I've got and, that going yeah. for it. uh evan longoria thousand seventy four he indeed is on the list. how many more am I missing just one
1: I don't know what's going on around these parts. Really got a good I eye hear a lot that, of yeah. I hear a lot of noises around here, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. it concerns me a bit. There's another one that I'm missing, Evan Longoria, and there's one more uh all right right. It, we gotta get to the next show, so give me something to work with here.
0: Um, what is going on over there? I don't know. Um, I genuinely don't know what's going on. A player that people have had a chance to see in the area. Player that people have had ch- in the area. We're really getting. I all swear of this. to Christ. No, I, I have to go see.
1: Like, what is going on, man? What in the hell is happening? Uh, Bryce Harper. No. But am I on? Am I sniffing? You are. Not Howie Kendrick. I don't think he's at 1000 uh Zimmerman.
0: Ryan Zimmerman okay, is indeed uh, the final one at 1057 Okay. All right.
1: Very good. Very good. Tidbit was also brought to you today by Window Nation. They are celebrating their 15th anniversary all month long, and everyone who gets an in-home estimate will be entered to win their home project for free. Now, you only have a few more days left in August in order to take advantage of that. Buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tubular brought to you by Glory Days Grill. They're hiring. I know a lot of you coming out of the pandemic, maybe had some change in your life or you're looking for some change. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. If you want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community, stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities are available. Glorydaysgrill.com to find out more. I also posted some uh, pictures of the old barbecue thigh wings last night on the various socials and on my stories, so I would encourage you to look at those and think about what you want to do with your day think it'd be better if it had some Glory Days grill involved. All right, uh, BMW Championship underway out at Caves. It's on TV starting at 3 o'clock on the Golf Channel. It is available to view on the PGA's website before then, but it's 3 o'clock on the Golf Channel. Orioles-Angels 1 o'clock on Masson Jaime Barria against Keegan Aiken. It's also on MLB Network and the rest of the country because why wouldn't you <laughs> want more Orioles broadcast nationally right now? I don't think that's why. You don't think? No. You don't think that's the real I don't reason? think that's the draw. Nationals, Marlins, seven o'clock on uh, Mass and MLB Network. Reds, Brewers at two. Locally, Then White Sox, Blue Jays uh, for everybody later this afternoon. Dodgers, Padres tonight at nine. ESPN's got Little League World Series coverage starting at 3. NBC Sports Washington, Dallas Wings and Washington Mystics at 7. NBA TV, Vegas Aces, Atlanta Dream at 7. College soccer season getting underway. Big Ten Network Plus for Charlotte and Maryland at 7.30. AmericaEast.TV for Navy UMBC at 7. NBCSN for the Tokyo Paralympics at 9. If you've not spent any time with goalball, it's a really incredible sport during the Paralympics. It's like the Paralympics version of handball. But it's you. It's for visually impaired, and they line. It's really amazing. Mm. There's three of you lined up. I would encourage you to go look at it. There's three of you lined up in front of a big goal, and you just sort of take turns throwing the ball. Nobody can see. There's a bell in the ball, and you have to try Ooh. to stop it. Sounds like the end of by, dodgeball.
0: What's that? Sounds like the end of dodgeball.
1: Kind of. Kind of similar. Kind of <laughs> similar. It's really compelling. Uh, WWE Network for NXT UK at 3. Access TV for Impact Wrestling at 8. Some non sports highlights.
0: See, this is in Miro, 11 o'clock on Showtime. Brooklyn, 9, 9, 8 o'clock on NBC. Two more episodes of that. Uh, Package deal, Terry Cruz and Lord on Corden. Mm. Uh, stuff and things, glennclarkradio.com. Check it out. I was
1: really bummed watching Archer last night because like you just realized this is the end for Mallory because Jessica Walter passed away. It makes me very sad, but it was good to have Archer back. Just kind of heartbreaking thinking about that. All right, Tubular brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or c3america.com for your free analysis. Thanks today to Donovan Pines. Thanks to Barstool Banks. Thanks to Christopher Clary, author of The Master. We'll get all that up in the greatest hit section of the Archive. tab at
0: com. Uh, Kobe Mayo will join us tomorrow. Yeah,
1: top Orioles prospect. Now everybody's excited about him. He's raking down at Delmarva.
0: Uh, Terps cornerback Deontay Banks.
1: We're just over a week away from the start of the season as they take on West Virginia.
0: Um, Pilate
1: alum Jarrett Patterson, running back for the Washington football team. I the think he's. Feels like he's going to make their team. He's been killing it. He'll make someone's. Team. He's going to make someone's yeah, if, he's, they, he's, if they're dumb enough to cut him. He has been unbelievable, and and I still don't know why he wasn't more more soda after during the dra- It's a whole different conversation. Yep. We'll do
0: that tomorrow. Bo Smolka.
1: And Press Box the beat writer Bo Smolka all coming up on tomorrow's show. Thanks to uh, everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including the U.S. Army, CCBC, MDOT, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, k Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great 8's memorabilia, sports and social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, the BMW Championship, the Maryland Five Star, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, and buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Follow us, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday night. Go, birds. Uh, go whatever golfers we like. Are we are we adopting one for the weekend? Is there somebody um, we want to root for? Well, oh, you want to root for Ricky's Oysters House. Yeah, that's my guy. All right, go Ricky's Oysters House. Uh, 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 Duke sucks, Ohio State sucks too. If you're not uh, familiar with how we do this, if you're listening to us in any capacity, do nothing. Just hang tight. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. If you're with us on Facebook Live, give us a minute. Refresh the page. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show is next. Welcome into the press box fantasy football show. Glenn Clark, Kyle Ottenheimer, but most importantly, your lovely and talented host. He's back for another season. He is Mr. Ken Zalis, and he's with us in the press box studios. KZ, what's going on, pal? How you guys doing? We're all right. Get started now. I'm ready. I like I get yeah, twenty weeks of me. You know what? It was so much better <laughs> last year. God, it was so much better last year when there was no preseason football because like it didn't because the stupidity did, wasn't around as well, much. It's <laughs> that and then it didn't drag on. Like it's this feeling that football's back, but it's not back, right? Like and it drives me nuts.
4: Yeah. The the worst thing for me <laughs> is that even after the preseason game this week, we still have two weeks. Like, essentially, you know, 10 days or 12, whatever, how many days is for a Thursday So We'll we'll
1: have another show next week, and then we'll be, we won't be setting a lineup for another two weeks. We're not doing anything. So it's
4: like, it's like you have, now you're watching, then you'll be watching practices and you'll, you know, the cuts and, you know, are there any changes in teams that are significant in any way? Um, So it's just, it's weird how the preseason is because you
1: would normally, after this week, have another preseason game. And, Typically the way that it would work. Typically the way that it would work. But no, I, I do like the fact that we're only doing three. I, I do like just, that. I would prefer for the number to be zero. Well, that would be my preference. I, I think, I think coaches need
4: some of this. Mm. I, I don't know what the magic number think, is, think, whether it's think, two or three. I think but. the season
1: was just fine without it last year, Casey. think it was just yeah. fine. PressBox Fantasy Football Show is brought to you by Glory Days Grill, MDOT, and CCBC. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field, and it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Lots to cover this week, KZ. Let's begin with a trade. Sony Michelle goes from the Patriots to the Rams. There's a lot of fallout from something like this. Let's start with Sony Michelle specifically. Is Sony Michelle valuable now in any way because he's an LA Ram? I mean, he's more valuable, I guess. I, he he goes from one
4: timeshare, we assumed, because everything in New England is always a timeshare, to another timeshare, but. Uh, he, you know, I think he's going to be given the opportunity to be the main back.
0: And the goal line back, right? And
4: the goal line back. Um, you know, Akers goes down. Henderson comes in. He's our guy. We like Jones. We like Funk. We we like our guys. We don't feel a need to make a move. That's what Buck Showalter
1: always said. And he make a move. Yep. Okay. They like Henderson. It's almost like when people the, say things in the preseason, it they, doesn't mean a damn thing and we should stop thinking that it does.
4: But you know, you, you you have to so where does that leave Henderson? Well, they had Henderson on the roster. They drafted a running back with their first pick in Acres. Mm-hmm. They made Acres their starter down the stretch last year, and made Henderson an afterthought. Mm-hmm. They have so much confidence in the preseason after Acres goes down mm-hmm. that they go out and get Sony Michelle. I'm kind of out of the Henderson business well, so, right so, now. So
1: let's, let's so let's go. Let's do this. You're drafting Sony Michelle where? Where where does he have value? <sighs> Middle rounds, eighth,
4: ninth. Okay. He's my he's no better than my RB three. I mean at. Desperation, like if I go wide receiver, tight end, quarterback early, I, 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 maybe my three. I would prefer him to be my four. He's never healthy. I mean, I mean, he looks great when he's in there. He's always looked great when he's in there, but he's never healthy. He has no cartilage in his knees. You know, we're we're talking bone versus bone. Eventually, those things hurt. So then what are we talking about? We're talking about well well then why don't you like Henderson? I was like so, because they've so, given me every opportunity. Not so to he's like dropped Henderson.
1: from where to where. Daryl Henderson was he, where he was an
4: R B. He was somewhere around twenty. I probably have him somewhere around thirty to thirty two, so he's an R B three. Where are you take, taking him?
0: Are you still taking him over Michelle?
4: <sighs> right now I am. Just because I don't Health. I, I don't yeah. Yeah, I
0: I I And presumably he's the pass catching back, yep. right?
4: Well, yeah. I, I I'll be quite honest. At the end of the day, I like Xavier Jones. I still like Xavier Jones. You're still
1: taking him at some I, point, I, I, yeah, You're because he's fl- free but, now. But this, is a, this is a flyer at the end of the draft. Of, this of course, is he's a...
4: absolutely free now. I was taking him as early as the tenth round, you know, a, last week, maybe four days ago. <laughs> but now, I, I want, I want Jones on my roster. I may even, with my last pick, grab Funk. With with a pick, I mean, I, I look. I mean, they're going to keep. Four. Gonna they're yeah, they're I mean. going to keep four. We now know who the four are. Right. Okay. So they, you know, again, grain of salt. But, and you're convinced but that but
1: offense as a whole is so it's good. It's good. Yeah.
4: It's good. I want a piece of it. So if at some point either Jones or Funk, you know, if you want to draft, I mean, in the 16th round, last pick of your draft. Why not? I mean, who else are you taking?
1: Well, I mean, it depends if you're doing some of the other goofy things we talked about. Like but who if else if you're taking a chance on a Michael Thomas at some sure. point you probably don't have a roster spot, maybe that you can not just give but, away. but
4: maybe you do because you can put, you know, Thomas on your IR and then pick somebody else yes. that you would have taken yes. you know, yeah, after, after the, the draft. draft. Yeah. Right. But I I I mean at that point who are we taking anyway? I mean we were just discussing I'm in one of these drafts where I'm in the thirteenth round and the next twenty ranked players according to this Service. I don't like any of them, so I took like the fortieth player. Yep. Um. You know, we're we're just we're talking about guys. I I want lottery tickets. Funk is a lottery ticket. Jones is a lottery ticket. Those are the guys that I want laid my draft, and I almost prefer them. I'll let somebody else take Henderson or Michelle. Um. At this point, and I'd rather okay. have those guys. Okay.
1: The other side of it is the Patriots side, which the first thought would be, why are you ever getting involved with the Patriots backfield in fantasy football? Because my God. But what does this now mean with Sony Michelle gone for James White and Damian Harris?
4: Well, for James White, it means nothing because James White's role is James White's right. role. He's the he's the guy that they trust uh, from about the two to the eight yard line to be in their goal line package because he never fumbles. He's their He's their third down back. He's their pass catching back. His role is in changing. Where do you take James White, by the way? Like, where, I mean, where? I mean, he's your RB four, RB five, because he doesn't. You but t- don't t- tell know. Me,
1: tell me the round. What round are you t- looking? Tenth
4: to twelfth. Yeah. You know, I, I, he's he's that guy where you're like, you know what? I don't like any of these other running backs. Give yeah. me James White. Yeah. He's safe. But if I also I like you pl- never going to pl- gonna end up playing. But if computer, I need in I to plug him in, right, he could be a flex and a PPR. It, he's a guy that I'm not going to get a zero out of any week. Okay? Okay. I, I, he's on my roster. He's always going to be – He's. He, I mean, he's as healthy as any back. Knock on wood. I don't want to jinx him. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he, he's he got – I mean, I, I like I like Harris because I like the, the talent, but – I prefer to draft Stevenson at this point because I could get him three rounds later than Harris. Stevenson looks great. And I know – I look, I know he's running against guys that probably aren't going to be in the NFL in three weeks. I, I, I get it. But, you know, the he's, the, he's the
0: number two back. The volume Harris got last year is not at all making you think they might commit to him in a little bit because more. Because he
4: doesn't get the – he doesn't catch passes. And he doesn't get the ball around the goal line. Now, here would be the the, the thing if somehow in the next 2 3 weeks mac jones is announced as the starter gimme damian harris you know get give him to me cuz now now i got a goal line back with some volume not going to catch passes but now i got at least the, i i get double digit touchdowns i'm assuming from him if cam's the quarterback he's going to run him in himself he's he, he, i mean last year right. he had 30 He didn't even play a full season, did he? I mean, he had 32 red zone rushes. He led the league in red zone rushes. Uh, They don't give the ball to anybody, but Cam, especially from the one or the two. So it's tough. I I don't – you know, Harris is being taken in a lot of places as as an RB, too. Like, if you were to go – If you were to go Cook, if you have the second overall pick, you may say, oh, well, Harris is there in the fifth round because I went wide receiver. He's my rb Ah, man, I don't like that. I I don't like anything about it. It's too rich for my blood. Give me Stevenson in the eighth, and I can probably get some better value along the way. So uh, it's... Look, nothing's changed in New England. I don't really want parts of New England backfield. Yeah, you know if I can help it.
1: So but when you bring up Ramondre Stevenson, where are you? Like again, is this a a a fifteenth, sixteenth? No, round? no, he's nine, ten, eleven, okay. somewhere around there. You're, yeah, he's
4: you're, got. You're, he, in order to get him, because yep. of because of the preseason he has, and because he's now the number two guy supposedly in the pecking order, um, you're going to have to get him, and you're going to be comfortable with him somewhere as your. Really low RB three, really high RB 4 ish type yep. on your on your fantasy roster. Now it makes it easier to grab him if you go running back running back in your first two rounds, and you got some you know two st- two stable guys. It, it makes it easier to draft him later. But I mean, he's going to get run, and um, I, I'm I, I'm hoping he at least gets a little bit of touches with the first team this this third preseason game to to see if it's real against a real defense. Now, who knows who's really playing when when, when New England plays their, their third preseason game. But, look, he, he's shown breakaway speed. I mean, he's shown power. He's shown lots of good traits from a running back. And, you know, he's next in the line of carries, and we know how that goes. So, um, certainly rosterable, um, low RB3, RB4 type, um,
1: you know. The value for me in drafts right now is with him. Join the host of the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, Ken Zalas, for the uh, opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 o'clock, at Sports & Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ. Let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters, and who you might trade for, or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game. Get free fantasy football tutoring from Ken Allison enjoy the new Sports and Social Club, which is awesome. Yes, can't wait. At Maryland Live. We'll see September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter. Uh, KZ, other big news this week. ATN, Travis ATN, out, Dunsky on season-ending IR. How valuable does this make James Robinson? So I was higher. You were always. On, James I, 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 the guy. I, I, I'm the Jay
4: Drobtsa guy. So I was always higher than the rest of the world on him. Um, I, I I love him now. My 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 problem is that that entire team looks so bad. Yeah. With this new coaching staff, that it's hard. They shouldn't look this bad even in preseason. I mean, you you have a solid offensive line that's seemingly intact from last year, and and they created lanes and they. You know things like that. Last year, they're not creating any lanes. You have wide receivers that are talented. I know we haven't seen Chark yet, um, but Marvin Jones looks fantastic. You got Chenault. This, this should be better. This should this should have looked better in the short spurts uh, than it's been. So I have some concern there. But you have a three-down back. I mean, how many of them are there? Are there ten? Are there twelve? He's an RB two. They,
1: they weren't good last year,
4: and he was still really good. yeah. Productive. He was really good. I mean, he's he's an RB two for me. Um, I'm confident taking him as early as the you know third fourth round, but behind the you know after you get through the the JK and the Ceh and that that little you know kind of taking grouping. him ahead of Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head uh, of Swift. You know what's really funny? I, I like am taking him ahead of Swift. I I hate everything about Swift right now that I'm hearing, and I don't think he's healthy.
1: I'm glad you just had me use a keeper on him in the seventh round last week. Sorry, thanks, thanks Ken. Well, seventh really round, seventh
4: that. round is different than in a redraft where I have to take him in the second or third round. So, seventh round is great value because you're getting four rounds worth yeah, of value. Yeah,
0: I hear you. About right,
4: Montgomery, you. he's a tough one for me. There, that's that's where he is. That's right where he is for me. Like Montgomery, I know Montgomery's not going to catch passes, at least not that many, but right now Cohen isn't healthy um you got he's gonna be a volume guy he gets all the gets all the touches near the goal line um he was tremendous the mm-hmm. last seven weeks of the NFL maybe Week eight, schedule though we yeah um uh, right there for me okay. like like that that's 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 the spot you know you're on the board probably because of my Love and affection for James Robinson. I'd probably go Robinson. No, who, I, but if you would, if you would
1: go Montgomery, I'm not saying, oh, you idiot. James Robinson's on the right. No, I mean they're right there. I'm nervous that I'm going to go too high on James Robinson. I, like what you just said about like that he gets so much work.
4: I like, mean, he's. I mean, just... we're talking about Carlos Hyde, another guy, by the way, needs to be dra- owned and drafted late in drafts. You know, twelve. you say late, 12th yeah. to sixteenth round, somewhere around there. Yeah. I just picked him up in. The, it was funny. We're 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 in a. Um, in a dynasty league, and where you can draft, you're drafting rookies, but you can also draft. You don't have to draft rookies. You can take any veteran. I took him in the fourth round of a rookie draft because I was like, you know, do I do I really want to take Jacob Harris, the tight end out of uh, the Rams right now? Uh, okay, I like the like the guy, but I mean, we're one play away from having a starting running back, and Hyde is not a terrible back. Um, Just always hurt. Yeah, he is. But he's one play away again. You know that, that y- if you're taking backup running backs, go to. a – but
1: he's he's always hurt uh, and in yeah. a bad offense and.
4: Well, I, it shouldn't be a bad offense. I, I that's the thing. That's the thing I'm having so much trouble with because, man, they looked
1: awful last
4: week. I mean, just awful. Um, I think Robinson carried the ball three times for four yards. Um, now again, you know, terrible for. ETN. I I mean, I love this player. I think he could do special things in the NFL. I didn't understand from the beginning them bringing him along so slowly for a guy that you – he was their second-round pick, right? First-round pick. Second-first-round pick. Second-first-round pick, which, you know, a lot of people are are doing the bit with, well, that's why you should have taken an offensive lineman. Well, okay, yeah, you probably should have taken an offensive lineman since you just – taken a a quarterback but uh, you know you're your a franchise quarterback and that's what you want to do and you already had james robinson on your roster but etn i mean uh, he was rb1 on a lot of boards um you know so i i i didn't i didn't hate the pick um you know it's unfortunate for him but uh but it is. I mean, Robinson. I when mean, he says
1: he didn't hate the pick, I remember his reaction yeah, when the right. pick was made. He absolutely hated it. But he hated it because That's he true, had right. a lot of James Robinson. Few right, few right. Picks.
4: Yeah. I mean, there was. A, I mean, I, I again. It I like, I yes, assure you, he. I hated, I hated the, the pick, pick. because because I had James it.
1: Robinson as a keeper we everywhere. Doing, <laughs> we were doing a show that night. Yeah. I can confirm to you, he hated. And that from an pick. NFL,
4: and I always do this. I always take from the NFL. I didn't think it was the smartest pick because. You have your franchise right. quarterback, you other, put you your tackles yes, that right. they can
5: there b- a bunch grow tackles together. On the board also. Yeah, yeah,
4: there sure. were
1: at that time, but I,
4: again, yes, for the James Robinson aspect, I hate it. right,
1: let's uh, grab a break. When we come back in, we're going to talk about uh, all of the fascination suddenly with the Saints because they played a game on national TV, and we get obsessed with that. We're going to talk about reality when it comes to uh, some of these uh, players that you were getting all hot and bothered about with the Saints on Monday night. Ken Zalis is here and this is amazing. Like he normally he only does this for me, but he's gonna be available to you at all hours of the night. He is making it so that you 4 AM especially you enter this contest, pressboxonline.com slash contest right now, and not only do you get a pre draft consultation with KZ, but then throughout the season, you're going to be allowed to sleep in the same bedroom as him. And so if you have questions at any point, you can just wake up Go tap him on the shoulder. Say, hey, KZ, wake up. What do I – I, I got this trade offer. What do I do? And he's going to handle it for you. Uh, he's going to make you uh, apple dumplings throughout the course of the 30 year. 30 minutes guaranteed are your features. I, really, I, really, I, really really
4: I really should have read the fine print on this. Huh? He's
1: going to be offering <laughs> you personalized fantasy football advice throughout the course of the season. He will, be, he will work for you. You will be his employer all season long uh, and his priority frankly. uh, Number one priority. You will be the number one priority for KZ all season long. Go sign up right now. Pressboxonline.com slash contests and you can win. Grab a break. Only need two minutes. We'll be right back to talk about the Saints and more. And get your questions in in the comments section or at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter as we continue the Press Box Fantasy Football Show with Ken
0: Zales. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field and it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized trading, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443 443- 840 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training.
1: Glory Days Grill's popular summer seasonal menu is back with favorites like their very berry salad and smoky thigh wings. It also features the all-new shrimp po' boy, crispy fried shrimp on a freshly baked sub-roll with lettuce, tomato, and a house-made spicy remoulade. Other delicious items include a 12-ounce New York Strip steak, the barbecue chicken bowl, barbecue ribs, and smoked thigh wings combo platter, zucchini fries, and a key lime pie. All of these meals pair well with Sam Adams Summer Ale or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Glory Days Grill is hiring all positions. Want to work for a great family-oriented company known for their commitment to the community? Stop into one of their restaurants and speak with a manager. Management opportunities
0: are available. Find out more by going to glorydaysgrill.com. Join Pressbox's fantasy football expert, Ken Zales for the opening night of NFL season on Thursday, September 9th, 7 p.m. at Sports & Social inside of Live Casino. While you're there, say hi to KZ and let him give you advice on setting up your fantasy team, picking starters, and who you might trade for or pick up on waivers. Watch the opening NFL game, get free fantasy football tutoring from Ken Zales, and enjoy the new Sports & Social Club at Maryland Live. We'll see you on September 9th. Must be 21 or older to enter.
1: Party with the flock at the Ravens Countdown to Kickoff Watch Party presented by Miller Lite. It's Monday, September 13th at M&T Bank Stadium. A live performance by all-time low. Plus, watch the Ravens-Raiders game on the Ravens' vision boards. Visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff for tickets. They are only $10 before the event. It's going to be an awesome night. You can't get a, you can't get into an all-time low show for $10 anywhere, I assure you. And that's without hanging out with everybody. And they're going to do the whole in-game presentation that they normally do at the stadium. It's just going to be an awesome, awesome night. Parking is free on top of it. You cannot beat this awesome opportunity. Again, BaltimoreRavens.com slash kickoff. Press box fantasy football show with Ken Zalas. All right, KZ. The, uh, the ESPN ran a Monday night football game, and with literally nothing else going James on, Jameis Winston's the world right on now, fire. Everybody's freaking out about the New Orleans Saints. And Jameis Winston obviously has locked up the starting job. By the way, it should have always been Jameis Winston's job. Imagine Taysom Hill being your starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, the the, ta- the taste of hell, uh, McSorley uh, battle was was so tough to watch. <laughs> so uh, by the by the way, by the way, it's it is weird that Sean Payton won't just announce that Jameis Winston. is no, his boy. But but look, Jameis Winston is going to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, they they in, better the be. Here's my question: How viable might he be as your starting quarterback in fantasy football? Oh,
4: he's not. I mean, he's not not my starting quarterback. He'll be my. QB two should I go in that direction in super flex leagues he's a fine QB two I mean there's there's talent around him I mean anybody can throw the ball 10 times to Kamara a game is uh is viable for me it's uh you know, he looked good. Uh, the Callaway kid's a player. I said he was a player last you year. You always
1: read ahead. I was going to take my next question. I'm sorry. You we, uh, well, we were
4: talking. And we, uh, you know, it, it's that. we're in a conversation. Yeah. The Callaway kid's a player. I mean, he was a player last he year. Okay, but what does that mean, he's a player? Who else I, are they going to throw to it? I, I, mean, I understand I mean, that. I mean, even here's what I mean. Even when Michael Thomas, should he return? Callaway's not going away. So where are you taking him? Well, you better take him early now. I mean, you yeah, you, you literally can't get him right now because you're—he's my wide receiver. He's a wide receiver three.
0: So he's going in like the eighth or ninth? No, six,
4: six, fifth? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, no. tell me, tell me who you're taking over him as a as your third wide receiver. I mean, when there's when there's already thirty wide receivers off the board, yeah,
0: I'd still take probably Tyler Boyd over Callaway.
4: Okay. I'm, I, yeah, okay. I'm not gonna argue against that,
0: um, but that's where he's going. And Debo Samuel definitely over him. Absolutely. I'm, well, maybe, Debo, I would consider him over like Shark. I would that consider, would be... yeah.
4: But that—that's where we are. That's where we're—we're we're, we're thirty to forty. That's where we are. Okay, so thirty to forty, depending on how the full of your draft goes, fifth, sixth round. I mean, okay. I mean, I look. I'm not. I, that, that's the reality. It's not uh, – whether I agree with it or not or whether I want to pay that price, I'm not – I I got him a lot earlier than, than I've – I mean, this week I can't get him because I just – I. it's not how I do my drafts. Right. You know, I, I, I like to go running back early, and in Superflex I like to go, you know uh, – Quarter two quarterbacks within three rounds and tight end premiums. I like, like two tight ends within the first four rounds and so you know in all these new formats, it it, it pushes people down a lot and then all of a sudden I'm like okay I'm taking wide receivers I'm like um oh, he's not going to be my my two right um, but he he's he's explosive he's downfield he runs good routes I like this kid I liked him last year he had I mean. He was in probably a couple of my hot pickup articles last year. Um, if you go back in time, because because of some injuries there, uh, he and every report and again and again. We take reports with a grain of sand, but when you start to when when other players start talking about him, and when the the boots on the ground and the people that cover the team day in and day out start talking about him, it's sort of. I don't want to, for Ravens. For Ravens fans, it's like James Prochet this this offseason here. Everything until he had the little flare-up the other day was how great this kid looked in every single practice, catches everything, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wrote an article without saying on a daily basis mm-hmm. how great James Prochet looked and is getting this opportunity. Well, that's been the same thing with Callaway. If you, if you read
1: through. Been, the, you're talking about taking Callaway very early in the draft. You're not taking James Proce. No,
4: I'm not because it's tomato-tomato uh, as far yes. as offenses and, and things like that. And who honestly knows what the heck the Ravens are going to do a wide receiver because everybody's hurt right now. Um, but, no, I mean, there's more opportunity for him. But uh, You're taking him
0: over any Philadelphia receiver, I imagine?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I get that. I mean, I do yeah. get that. Yeah.
0: Michael yeah. Gallup.
4: I'm taking him over Gallup. I'm taking him over Gallup. I, I, again, love Gallup. Mm-hmm. It's, you're it's opportunity. Receiver, you're talking about being the top receiver. i right? talking, about, right? talking, right? talking yeah. about the third receiver on yeah. a, with a yeah. good team that has a really yeah. good running back. So, I mean, I if Gallup somehow catches 70 balls this year, that's miraculous in that offense. Sure. Um, I don't disagree. Callaway has 80 catch, 80 touchdown potential this year so i yeah i'm taking him over
0: are you over. taking him over i mean you, we know you hate michael thomas but you're taking him way over michael thomas oh yeah i mean there's nothing good about michael thomas right Has now he made michael thomas a better value
4: no because michael thomas is all over the board right now Name, you, th- yeah. there, there's no there's no rhyme or you know people talk about adp average draft position you look at these things and First of all, I don't like average draft position because average draft position is created by idiots that don't know what they're doing. Sorry. Okay. Mm.
1: Um, no, I I I I I'm yeah. very offended by that. I'm sorry. No, I'm I mean I mean offended. I don't I don't know. I speak on behalf of I don't know, know who's
4: drafting right now t- for me to say that, oh well the ADP says you should take Michael Thomas in the fifth round. Oh,
1: yeah, stop. a bu- a bunch of people think that it matters that people are saying nice things about James Prussia. It doesn't. I know. That's the point. It does it does. Yes, that's the point. It doesn't.
4: But but uh, Michael Thomas could be back in week two, could be back in week 14. Oh, we don't know. So if you like Michael Thomas and you think he's going to be back in week five or six, take Michael Thomas as your wide receiver Mm four somewhere around the seventh, eighth, ninth round. If you don't, you know, just let him go. I mean, take him him later if somehow he's available. But he won't be available because he has a name. I think I'd still probably take Hollywood over Callaway. No, I'm not.
0: Yeah, that's no, I, mean, that's tough. Tough. I mean, why? That's I mean, he's still, we know Lamar loves Hollywood Brown. Now, health being number one concern with Hollywood Brown is sheer. I get that, but. He's hurt we now. We also don't know how much they're going to throw a, the ball. He's like hurt now. They've thrown the ball as much as they've thrown it the past couple of years, and so Hollywood's been a, productive, wait, right? Been wait, productive. Wait, wait, wait,
4: wait, 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 hold on a second. So, you have a draft tonight. Yeah. You're taking Brown over Callaway. I mean, look, if Callaway's going in the eighth. You're taking Brown. They're both on the board in the eighth round. Mm-hmm. You're taking Brown over Cowell.
0: Assuming I already have my starting receivers, I think I would. I think I, I feel I safer with the floor for Brown. I can't.
4: I, I got it. I got an offense that throws the ball more, and and one's healthy right now. One's not. I hear you. I, I just couldn't do that. I couldn't look. Well, you're the not, expert, so yes, It's not. It's correct. not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not about. Uh, and it's it's never about the player. I like Marquise Brown as a player. Um, it just he wasn't healthy coming into the draft. Never been healthy in the NFL. When he plays. He looks really good, you know, for what was it, six weeks last year. Great. Fantastic.
1: Um all right. here we are again. All right, two things uh before we wind down. One, uh, how do you adjust Lamar Jackson's value now that we know that NFL teams are gonna figure him out this season? Oh uh, well he's he's do do probably
4: he's probably thirteenth now. Yeah. Right, mean, so just keep that in mind. I mean he's still
1: he's still in my top five, believe it or not. And despite uh, the fact that NFL teams are gonna figure him out this year? Yeah. Wow. That's well, kinda bold on your part to go there. Yeah, I though. mean
4: it was a fabulous
1: interview. Two. Just, just two. Went, two. What the? punch him in the face. Oh, easy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Easy. Over there. I didn't easy, say who. Easy. No, it was me? No, <laughs> not you. <laughs> it was, it was Somebody me. you were talking to. It me? Was like, come on. Um, I mean, like, yeah, okay. Two. Two. I want to know. Um, uh, this is from Dave. Dave says, uh, ask Ken about the rookie quarterbacks that don't get named starters, specifically Fields, and it's looking more like Trey Lance. I feel like those guys might still be worthy of getting scooped up for when they do become starters, inevitably, uh, a month or so into the season. Yeah, yeah they both should be owned. They both should be – I mean, if you want to take them as your QB, two, no
4: problem at all as long as you're – you know, you take Lamar Jackson in round five. Mm-hmm. Take – Take Lance or, or Fields. I mean, and just know that to look out in case you know you're starting quarterback. Some
1: you know, Yeah, make sure this. there's somebody out there that yeah, you can you pick can up pick if you up need to play. play because for a week, I mean,
4: right. we are we are still in the in the world of COVID and things like that.
1: Um, Ryan Tannehill dealing with it uh, this week. This week, I yeah. mean,
4: you know, uh, you know, we we'll see if he's vaccinated
1: because how many days he misses. Yep.
4: Um, but you know, yeah, I. Uh, I think Lance, but should not even Lance if and, even if by
1: the way even if Tannehill's not vaccinated it shouldn't because no, it's because 10 days. we're exactly yeah, yeah, right. it should uh, not be an issue for I mean, for week I mean one.
4: Cam's back. Uh, Cam's back today. He missed five days, so um, you know I, I think both of them need to be owned because both of them are going to play this year. I mean we saw this. Yep. We saw this before. Um, Fields. I'm, I'm guessing by week four. Lance. Lance is going to be a more how are the 49ers it's gonna doing? It's going to take them losing a couple of games. Exactly. Right. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, if they're 2-2 two and two after four weeks, Lance is a starter in week five. You know,
1: if they're 4-0. Oh, I think they might need to be 2-3. and thri- Like, I don't know that 2-2
0: well, and two is. It's also somewhat dependent on how Garoppolo looks. Like, you could win ugly. Well, and it yeah, still you can. Be...
4: You can. But, but if you're 4-0 and, oh and you're I winning ugly, we're probably it. not making that change yet.
0: Unless Lance is just killing it, well, like, well,
4: I mean, why wouldn't they I make mean, him a like, starter now? Lan- like, Lance, that's, Lance that's had dumb. the big splash play, but he, he, let's let's call it what he is. It has been great. Fields had the had the first week; he was really good. Really, wasn't that good last week? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, when he told the entire NFL that, you know, game's are really not that. That fast to me, I was like, "Okay, was it fast now against the Bills? I like, pretty fast." <laughs> you guys
1: are getting so worked up about these preseason. I got a question.
0: Rookies, so we expect, should be totally obviously, totally. Najee Harris will be off the board in the second. Yes. Um, the rookie running back situation after that: the Denver, the New York, the San yep. Francisco. Yep. Like, are you? Are I you mean, high I'm, on, right
4: right now, Sermon has jumped up to my number two guy because Mostert's Mostert's Mostert the back right already 29 yeah. years old now is a back issue, yeah. and I like Mostert because. Every, uh, every time he plays, he plays really, really well. But, again, uh, 29, back issue. We'll see, what, we'll see how many days of practice he misses. If he may misses one or two days, okay, it's not serious. If we're talking next week and he still hasn't been back in practice, give me all the sermon chairs that I can get. So
0: he's the one you'd maybe reach for.
4: Yeah, I'm, I, right now, yes.
1: Um, I really love Javante Williams. I love him man. too. but I really but love Gordon,
4: Gordon was really solid last year and isn't going away. Okay, and then I don't know what they're doing in New York right now. Um, Why? Why are you drafting? What was Carter? Second round pick. Yeah. I mean, why are you drafting a running back in the second round? All apologies. Everybody hate me. I know. I hate all things Maryland sports. But is Ty Johnson really? I mean, you're going to start Ty Johnson over your second round pick. I, I know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what they're doing.
1: Was Carter second round?
4: I think he
0: was. I, I think don't know so. About second round. I, I don't can't know, but
4: that. but I, even so, I mean, this is I. I, it, I just was,
0: yeah, he was the fourth round. Fourth round. Oh, yeah. he was thought of. It was like a second or third. I, round I pick just and then he yeah. fell, I, I don't. I mean,
4: uh, what I, I don't know what they're doing there. They don't seem to be getting the first round. So first first team snaps at all. Um, he plays against the th- the third stringers in preseason. So he's the one that I just took him as my fourth running back in the league. Okay, I went. What round? Fifth.
1: You took Carter. Michael Carter in the fifth round?
4: I'll I'll tell you in a minute. That seems a little. Uh, Jesus. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's not
0: any Jets running back that I would draft that early. Sixth round. So you like him?
4: Again, you have to. He's my fourth, and you have to look at on the board of who's left. Running backs were going like wildfire in this draft. You got to get somebody you think is going to be useful.
1: I. I hear you, and look, I. I'm taking I am, him over anybody. he's cer- the first jet. I am a serial drafter of rookie running backs myself, so I understand. Well,
4: I, you know, I, I, I don't blame you, um, but again, we gotta just remember. I get to a point of the record. Say, how, I know, I know
1: this guy stinks. I don't know yet right, that this guy right. stinks. Well, I'm to take but this But last guy.
4: year, I mean, just all you got to look is Cam Akers. I mean, we yelled for Cam Akers mm-hmm. for the longest time, and we never got him till what week twelve? Yeah, people cut him. Yeah. You know, yeah, people cut him. Yep. Because it wasn't being used. Yep. So teams are teams are bringing rookies and again last year we didn't have the preseason. So maybe that's an outlier that of how slow they do it, but they seem to be giving taking their time with with rookies these days. I mean, and again, you and we see that uh, death charts don't mean anything this time of year to me. Are are you getting work with the first and second teams right now? And and he's not.
1: Carter isn't right now. All right, just a few days left for Glory Days Grill's summer seasonal menu, which includes the very berry salad, the smoky thigh wings, and the barbecue thigh wings, which I tried the other day and were phenomenal. Get to your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Take advantage before it's all gone, the summer seasonal menu at Glory Days Grill. Casey, what kind of content are we finding right now? Pressboxonline.com. So we did a fun uh, super flex tight end premium
4: mock draft which look you know there are more and more leagues that are kicking kickers <laughs> kicking I kickers am at so defenses so in favor out, So out. in favor so you still have to have other other kind of situations you just don't eliminate two starting spots so you know these are becoming more and more popular um been very popular especially in dynasty leagues that i've been i've been picking up this year uh so we did that and then i'm going to try something out out my my five th- five thoughts with kz article okay. is going to come out either later today or friday get two fancy football thoughts two sports thoughts and one kz thought oh
1: god oh <laughs> god i don't know see where this how this is goes going. i don't know where the this the, the pool
4: i the pool i put out uh was 89 percent. I don't. Right. I don't said that they would read it. So All right. we'll see. We'll
1: find out. <laughs> we will find out. All right. Ad fans fantasy on Twitter is where you follow him. And again, every Thursday at 11:30, we will be doing the press box fantasy football show. And we are just two weeks away from setting some lineups, which will be great. Casey, appreciate you, pal. Thanks, man. For uh, Ken and uh, for Kyle, I'm Glenn. This has been the press box fantasy football show.